But the other end of, of that spectrum is the patient taking responsibility for their own um, health. And we want to be able to provide uh, technologies uh, that can empower them to unleash their highest optimal potential. I'm Luke Story. For the past 22 years, I've been relentlessly committed to my deepest passion, designing the ultimate lifestyle based on the most powerful principles of spirituality, health, psychology, and personal development. The Lifestylist Podcast is a show dedicated to sharing my discoveries and the experts behind them with you. If you follow me on social media, you've no doubt seen me wearing my Blue Blocks glasses. You can find them at blueblocks.com. And if you use the code lifestylist over there, you're going to save 15% off. So why do I wear these glasses? Well, during the day, even if you're in somewhere that's supposed to be healthy, like let's say a Whole Foods or even the gym, you're probably walking around under the most trash brain and eye destructive light possible, LED lights, fluorescent lights, etc., so it's really important to protect your eyes and your brain and your melatonin, et cetera, not only at night, as now many of us are learning, but also during the day. So that's why I have different color blue blocks. I'll have the ones that have lenses that are yellow, the ones at night that are more amber or even dark red. Just depends on the time of day. But I love blue blocks because they are scientifically valid and that they're blocking out the right spectrum. And they also have really well-made frames that are made in Australia, not like cheap-ass ones made in China. They're going to fall apart, et cetera. So they're really high quality. Another thing that's very cool is they're now doing prescriptions. So you can get reading glasses or your regular RX glasses by just uploading your script at checkout and they do the rest. You can also send them your own frames and they'll make your rad looking glasses blue blocking. It's very cool. So again, go to blueblocks.com and enter the code lifestylist to save 15% off. Also, another new product they have that's very cool is something called the Remedy Sleep Mask that you can wear once you take your blue blocking glasses off. Did you know that light hitting your eyes, even when they're closed, is enough to raise blood sugar levels and suppress melatonin? Yeah. So that's why you need a 100% blackout sleep mask. Now, this thing is awesome for travel. There's no eye pressure. It doesn't like smash your eyes like a lot of eye masks do. It gives you complete uh, darkness and that's guaranteed. And they also have free worldwide shipping, not only for the sleep mask, but also for their glasses. So I would do yourself a favor, hook up some of the glasses and definitely get the uh, Remedy sleep mask as well. You can find them at blueblocks.com and you can save 15% with the code LIFESTYLIST. That's blueblocks.com. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you've probably figured out that I'm completely obsessed with health and wellness. What you might not know, however, is that I've got a store over at lukestory.com forward slash store where I link out to every single product that I use in my personal life. So if you're into upgrading your sleep, looking for the best in EMF protection, wanting to find the most effective and cutting edge biohacking technologies and healing devices, looking for the best medicinal mushrooms, herbs, superfoods, the highest quality skincare products and makeup. There's even an entire category of products dedicated to travel and jet lag, which is one of my personal passions. You can find all of that over at lukestory.com forward slash store. What's even cooler though, is that in most cases, a special discount code is provided for you as a listener of the show. So go to lukestory.com forward slash store. 
It's a great way to support the podcast, support some of my favorite, very high integrity health and wellness companies, and more than anything, to support yourself and the health of your family. LukeStory.com forward slash store. Dr. Stephen Schwartz is a visionary technology designer, sound alchemist, and regenerative medicine expert. He's been specializing in the advanced treatment of chronic illness, allergies, autoimmune diseases, and emotional imbalances since the year 2000 using exclusively energy and vibrational healing technologies. Dr. Schwartz, or Dr. Vibe as you'll soon come to know him, is the founder and president of Bioharmonic Technologies, which is a human optimization technology and therapeutic music company created to raise the vibration of the planet and harmonize humanity using sound, light, frequency, and, of course, vibration. Dr. Schwartz is also the author of Primal Resonance, Discover the Secrets to Health, Vitality, and Optimal Human Performance. He also happens to be one of the most fun and enthusiastic people I know, and it was a pleasure to get to know him throughout this interview and beyond. Here are some of the topics we talk about in this fascinating deep dive of a conversation. His vast experience with healing and biohacking technologies, all the way back to the old school biofeedback machines up to the current ones like the Healy, how frequencies can enhance cellular communication, the cellular memory of trauma and stress and how to erase it, the fascinating world of thermodynamics and piezoelectricity, how stress accelerates the aging process, the root of sleep pattern issues and adrenal fatigue, why positive thoughts are not placebo. How the light spectrum affects our mood and energy. Recognizing your energetic blueprint, Stephen's many experiments using various sound harmonics and a plasma gas emission technology called plasma emission field treatment, vibrational sound technology, how he came to invent and create the fabulous vibe bed, which you're going to hear a lot about, advanced cellular entrainment, and the incredible sonic suitable soundscape Stephen creates to play through the vibe bed how sounds entrain certain brainwaves, and finally, how he married the vibe bed and the Healy device in order to carry the frequencies of the Healy throughout the body. Now, for those of you that hear this interview and want to explore the awesome world of Stephen's vibe sound therapy system, it's quite incredible, let me tell you. What's better is that he's offering listeners like you a $222 discount now through January 1st, 2021. So if you want to pick up one of these systems, Go to bioharmonictechnologies.com. That's bioharmonictechnologies.com. And use the code LUKEVIBES2020 to save yourself $222. I think he likes the number two. Always happy when guests are willing to give a little discount to the audience. And um, I know a lot of people are going to be interested in checking this out by the end of this conversation. So there you go. That's his holiday gift to you. All right, my freaky friends, prepare yourself to drop into one of the most fascinating conversations we've ever had on the show with my friend, Dr. Stephen Schwartz. So, dude, here we are. We're about to vibe. We're here. We're vibing already. <laughs> All right. Before you came over, I did a, a short session, not as long as I would have hoped, on, on the vibe bed. Mm-hmm. And then Dylan, who's here uh, assisting today, he's like, what's that thing, a massage table? And I said, just wait, just wait. And so <laughs> once we were all set up, I, I put an eye mask on him and uh, put him on the vibe bed. And I just selected the first track because it, it's the one that I've been playing the past couple of days. And, uh, and then I left him alone and I went outside and took an ice bath, did my thing. Oh. And I, I came back in and I kind of like tapped the table 
or the the bed and he didn't move. And I thought, man, I think he's in the zone. Yeah. And then I I had to like <laughs> tap his shoulder and then he did the eye flutter thing. Yeah. He was in like full theta zone. Totally. Just completely under the spell, which is, it's always fun for me to have people come over and experiment on them in my Frankenstein laboratory. So mm-hmm. we, we have one participant here that can vouch for the efficacy of uh, what you're doing today. But well, gonna- you have an amazing uh, Frankenstein laboratory. I love it. Yeah. You were showing me around the other day. You got all the toys. So you know what? There's a lot of these kinds of uh, spaces developing all over the world. And as all these cool Frankenstein technology you have, if you don't have a vibe technology, you're missing a direct access point into the connective tissue. And I feel like that's my my role in this world of biohacking and the in this world of of ascension and consciousness technology and optimal human performance technology is how do we get in and work with the connective tissue specifically? And that's what we're offering here with the vibe systems. That's cool. Yeah, I think that's one thing that resonates with me, <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> or intended, right? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, so I sped read your book, which we've got here for those watching on the video, Primal Resonance. And uh, of course, you know, as I'm reading through it, I'm like, yes, 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 yes. It's so in alignment with <laughs> so many of the things we talk about here on the podcast and things that, you know, have really assisted me in my awakening and health journey and everything that's going on. So I want to touch on a few of those things and of course touch on the technology, but I think a great place to start would just be, you know, a a brief introduction as to how you went from the field of chiropractic into these healing technologies. You know, as we've talked, you've been into all kinds of different biofeedback and explored all of these different realms of healing. So how did you first get into that journey and what made you decide to kind of pivot from chiropractic and get into this world that we're in now? Great question. In fact, I had a meeting this morning and they asked me the exact same question. And I was like, oh, this is probably a warm up for, uh, for the podcast here today. Um, and I'll share with you exactly what I said to them. I actually feel that I'm doing the highest expression of chiropractic because chiropractic is actually not about a neck adjustment or, or moving bones. It's about removing interference from the nervous system. And I remember asking myself that question early on because I, I'm a very good adjuster. I love adjusting the spine. Uh, my background as a chiropractor and undergrad is in sports medicine. That's what brought me into this whole journey to begin with. And uh, my mother was diagnosed with an autoimmune disease when I was in chiropractic school. And my father's a pharmacist. So I grew up in a, in a pharmacy. So I have a lot of, uh, but they're also kind of, We also had a health food store in the 70s and 80s in my father's pharmacy in New Jersey. So we've kind of been all, yeah, it's been a very, uh, I have an interesting family for sure. I got to ask, when you were a teenager, did you and your friends jack drugs from the pharmacy? You know, interestingly (laughs) Wait, your dad might listen to this. No, my dad, you know what? (laughs) I actually never um, really, no. Uh, In fact, uh, we actually... When I went forward into like my 20 year high school reunion, I was talking, hanging out with all my high school friends. They were all talking about how they'd go into the parking lot and, and smoke pot. And I said to them, nobody ever invited me to smoke pot with the park, you know? So I never really grew up like that. That wasn't really my, my, my thing. And what I think is an interesting caveat to the story was when I was uh, a little boy, I was diagnosed with ADD, which was ironically the first year, ADD was a new diagnosis, ironically the first year that uh, Ritalin was available on the market. 
And my father and my mother made a conscious decision that they did not want to put me on Ritalin and that they would put me, um, that they put me onto this program called the Feingold Diet. Has that crossed your path no, at all? No, uh, It was basically an elimination diet where they would do muscle testing and find out what allergies you had or what you had imbalances in your body. So when I was a, a young boy, uh, I wasn't eating chocolate. I wasn't eating sugar. Um, I found that I was allergic to fluorescent lightings and they would balance that with copper. So I used to wear a lot of copper when wow. I was a kid. And it's interesting because I, I still love copper. Like I have this big patango ring here. And, um, and so this is how I, I grew up. And I really believe that because I was not taking pharmaceuticals at a young age, uh, I've had my fair, I've had my fair share of experiences through my life with basically everything. Uh, but I am far from someone of an addictive personality and I'm far from somebody that, that has addictive tendencies and uh, I don't crave or have any kind of real dependencies on any kind of drugs or pharmaceuticals. And I really relate that back to that pivotal moment where my folks chose not to put me on pharmaceuticals at such a young age because I think my life would have been completely different. Uh, so, so thank you, mom and dad. Yeah. Thank you for, you for that. Fortunate. I just had to ask that yeah. question because I'm thinking about, man, if, if, if anyone in my family owned a pharmacy when I was a teenager, <laughs> we would have been having some fun dog well, <laughs> drugstore cowboy for real, but you don't even have to break in. Yeah. Well, you're just lot, like, you're mom, do you cooler. want me to go clean up the shop? Yeah. Uh, anyway, I digress. Uh, so your parents have a comp, which is very progressive. I'm assuming also in New Jersey in the seventies. Yeah. So they have a combination health food store and pharmacy. And so it sounds like you were exposed to the alternative health model prior to, and then that eventually kind of led you into chiropractic. That's also a very fascinating story. Um, I never went to a chiropractor growing up my entire life, uh, but I was in college and my roommate uh, in in, in undergrad, we were driving back to New Jersey together. Uh, I went to school at Northeastern University in Boston. So I was driving from Boston back to New Jersey and he was a, a business major. And he said to me, I think I'm going to go to chiropractic school. And I was in, I was at Northeastern for sports medicine. So I was taking a lot of science classes and all that at the time. And something just kind of clicked in my mind because I had never been to a chiropractor before. And I went home over that break. And I walked into my neighborhood, my neighborhood chiropractor who I'd never seen before, knew nothing really about it other than I knew that I think it was kind of like sports medicine. That was the most my mind knew of a chiropractor. And I spent this afternoon with Dr. Ronald Parente. And I left there that day saying to myself, this is what I want to do with the rest of my life. Like it was, and, and then he was like, I'm filling in for this chiropractor. Come to my, my home office. So I spent the weekend with him in this really cool house, home office that he had set up. And that was it. Uh, I went I went to Cairo. All my prerequisites were already done except for organic chemistry. I went up to Northeastern. I took organic chemistry over the next year and then went to New York Chiropractic College. But I remember telling my mother that I was thinking about going to chiropractic school. And she said to me, wow, that's really interesting. And I said, why is that? And she said that when I was, when she was pregnant with me, she uh, got a cold and didn't want to take any medications. So she went to the chiropractor and got adjusted. So I got adjusted in utero. So my patients 
would would come in to see me pregnant, you know, and they say, "Oh, is there any you know potential side effects to getting adjusted uh, as uh, pregnant?" And I said, "The only side effect is that your child may grow up to become a chiropractor." <laughs> right. That reminds me of something I, I I wanted to learn about at some point. I guess I I will. Maybe you'll know something about it. But at some point in my journeys, I've come across parents that see this special kind of kid chiropractor that adjusts babies and stuff. Yeah. Did you ever adjust like tiny infants? And there's like little infant yoga and chiropractic yeah. scene there somewhere that I touched upon in a moment and then just kind of lost track of it. Do you know anything about that? We have, um, I have some magical, magical baby uh, adjustment stories. And these were in the earliest days. Cause think about it. When I was in chiropractic school, I was in my mid to early twenties single, you know, so where are you going to learn to adjust a baby unless you have a baby available and nobody is letting a 20 something year old single man student adjust their, their babies, you know, so that's just not happening. But in school, we learned about how to adjust babies. And I remember this one lecture, uh, the teacher, the, my, my professor was saying that because the baby's bones saw cartilage, and it hasn't developed yet. They're not even weight-bearing completely. And that's, they have all these writing reflexes. That's why they're all hunched over. You, know, that you don't start getting your secondary curves until you start you know, like lifting your head up and, and standing up. And so what you do is you just make little contacts over usually the pelvis and the atlas. That's essentially how you adjust the child. And then you just very lightly apply some maybe some tapping or light pressure and I remember one of my classmates said, how, do you, how long do you hold the, the pressure for? And the instructor said, you'll just know. So kind of stored that away in my memory bank somewhere. And within my first month of being a professional chiropractor, right out of school, uh, I, was, I had a job in a gym in Pennsylvania. And the aerobics instructor was having this colicky baby. She had this, this little newborn baby. And she said, would you mind if I bring my baby to you? And it's really amazing how like one week you can be a student and the following week you can be like a licensed doctor and everything changes, right? So I'm like, sure, bring your baby to me. And I brought, the, so it was the mother, the massage therapist and myself, we were all in this room and this screaming, kicking, screaming baby is like freaking out on the massage table. And in my mind, I'm like, oh my God, what, what, what do I do here? And so I put the baby over on, on its stomach and then it starts like kind of having this writing reflex. So the neck doesn't relax. So then I roll the baby over and like I said, it's freaking out. And I just go back to what I remember in school, like just check the pelvis and check the outlets. So I went in and I just put, uh, I checked the pelvis, did a little this, very mild, and then just put a little contact on the atlas. And I'm just sitting there thinking to myself, you'll know when it's done. You'll know when it's done. You know when it's done. And the baby's screaming. And then all of a sudden, the baby just like looks me dead in the eyes, stops crying, and cracks this huge smile. And I picked up the baby and I said, your baby's done. And everybody in the room saw it and had this like look of amazement, including myself, on my face. Like, wow, that's really cool. And so my sister had a baby shortly after that. And I told her that story. She's like, get out. Like, that's incredible. And my, my nephew, he was also having colicky issues. And we went upstairs and I did the exact same thing. And the exact same result happened. 
Wow. With him and right in front of my sister. So I've treated many, many uh, babies, children. In my practice in Colorado, uh, I treated a lot of kids, usually more, um, you know, little kids. I mean, I guess they all ranged, really. Yeah, we saw babies to teenagers and, and then obviously adults and to seniors. Uh, a lot of learning disability. Uh, concentration issues, uh, Down syndrome, autist, autistic spectrum disorders, uh, just everything we would see. And uh, in fact, I, my big spiritual awakening happened with energy medicine. My background's in sports medicine. So I, the whole energy spiritual awakening thing was not anything in my on my radar at all. In fact, when I was in chiropractic school, you know, I dated girls that were learning about like Reiki and energy work. And I had some introductions into that, but there was nothing that I was super called into. Uh, but it's interesting how the universe works, how it kind of just starts guiding you. These are like little seeds that guides you into what you're going to be doing later on in life. And uh, a major breakthrough that happened for me was in 2000, when I was having my spiritual awakening in Denver, Colorado, and I w had just made a commitment that this was my new path other than sports medicine. And I, I love sports medicine. It's still a major passion of mine, but I was moving into working with bioenergetic medicine. This was within the earliest, earliest days. I mean, I'm talking maybe the first month or two of this thing. I was, and um, I was reading Cryon books. You familiar with Cryon? Cryon has been is a channeled being. Um, and oh, whoa. Actually, that's really weird, dude. Someone that I recently interviewed before we started recording, okay. and I, I'll allow them to remain anonymous because they didn't do it while we were recording. But I'm pretty sure that they, we did a little opening prayer, mm -hmm. pre-recording, as I said. Uh, and I think they asked that entity or being to come in and and bless the, okay. the I'm going to double check with them but that name I think is what it was Cryon uh, Lee Carroll channels Cryon he's got decades and hundreds of volumes of this channeled information and I knew nothing about it but it's what came in and I started reading these Cryon books right in 2000 just with the whole new millennia and I got introduced to um, the whole concept around indigo children have you had any shows? Have you interviewed no, anybody? With, have you heard of Indigo Children? I've heard the term, but I've not delved into it. Oh, so this is really fascinating. Um, so my sister was having a baby in 2000. So it really was interesting to me like, oh, wow. Like, I wonder if my sister's going to have an Indigo child. And what they were talking about is the color Indigo is associated with the third eye and the chakras you know, alignment. And what they talk about is that over generations you kind of move through different colors through the chakras. And that kind of represents that genre of, or that generation of, of people. So like a hundred years ago, it was more like the orange people. And this was like the industrial revolution, you know, it was a different, oh, a different kind of vibe. So what they were talking about was the earliest stages of these indigo children are the, the kids are coming in, they're already pre-programmed with, with what they're supposed to be doing in their lives. And, and they're more, they have high, higher psychic abilities and, and they were all, they hit a point of critical mass in 2000, in the beginning of the new millennium. Uh, so I bought a book just to, to read about it and also, I was for my sister. And before I send it to my sister, 
I started reading through it. And as I was reading, because I grew up actually, remember I said about how I was diagnosed with ADD when I was like eight. So I really grew up with the foundation that I had a learning disability. That was kind of the imprint that I had growing up and uh, all through college and all through school. And as I started reading this book, I was saying to myself, wow, this sounds like me, but it can't be me. Like I'm I'm too old to be an indigo child. So I started reading diligently through the book and they did all this research on like the early indigo children were coming in really as early as like the, the late 60s. They were doing research at Stanford Medical School on this. But really the culmination of the wave was all coming in in 2000 in the late 90s. And that really changed my life because instead of me having a learning disability, I, I really connected into that I have a gift. And that I'm an, an early indigo. And I felt as if I've been a teacher. I'm a teacher for all these kids. And all of this work that I've been doing since 2000 using bioenergetic techniques and technologies, I've always been on the record saying that this, this technology is for the kids because they're not aligned. They're of a higher vibrational resonance. And three-dimensional supplements and food and, and, and pharmaceuticals is not really how these kids are, are vibing. So they're vibrating with more vibrational sound light frequency and sound light frequency and vibrational techniques and technologies. In 2000, I started introducing this. And so it's really crazy because now it's 2020. My nephew that was born in 2000 is 20 and a sophomore in college. And I'm interacting a lot with these uh, 20-somethings or you know, late, late teenagers, and, and they're adults now. And it still holds true. And they're all very much into my tech. In fact, a lot of them are, are my fans, you know, listening to my music and really dropping in deep with, with my technology. That's interesting, man, because I've been pleasantly surprised that uh, a lot of the listenership uh, of this show seem to be of that generation. I mean, I'm sure there's people close to my age and I guess when you're almost 50, like I am, I'll be 50 next month. Everyone seems young and I think everyone's 20. Mm -hmm. And they're like, dude, I'm 32. Like this kid, Dylan, like I think he's 20. And he's like, how old are you, bro? He's okay, 27. Yeah, perfect. Like he's 20 to me, you know? Yeah, you're Because I'm 20. an old fart now. <laughs> but it's interesting specifically with the technology. I remember when I first started reporting on, you know, the amp coil mm -hmm. and the biocharger yeah. and um, doing biofeedback out of Peak Brain LA and the human charger that shoots the, the blue light in your ears, the red light therapy on the juve, all of these technology-based things that use sound, frequency, vibration, light, et cetera. I notice it's a lot of the younger people that are turned on by that. Like I always get these young people on my Instagram, like, what is that thing? That's so dope. Yeah. And I'm like, really? You guys are interested in yeah. this? Because I, when I got into it, it was the baby Rife boomers. machines. Yeah. yeah, it was like the baby boomers that had been failed by the medical system. Mm -hmm. And so they got into Rife and biofeedback and all these big clunky machines that I don't even remember the names of them that used to be around. I'm sure you do. Um but it was all older kind of new age alternative healing people yep. and all they all had like real ugly old crappy websites <laughs> that didn't work and they were very obscure and totally. there was like one person in each town that maybe had one mm -hmm. and things were very inaccessible. And now, uh, I guess thanks to people like us that are kind of in the, in the middle age wise, we're discovering some of those older technologies, updating them, popularizing them and then indeed 
the younger generations are are eating it up and really digging it, and uh, they seem to be tapped in. And even on that note, it's funny because I never thought about this until you mentioned the indigo children thing. But I'm also pleasantly surprised and fascinated that so many young people are also into meditation and plant medicines. Yeah, the plant medicine world to me was just completely off limits for a long time. And then maybe a couple of years ago, I started delving into it a bit and it's been amazing. And there's really young people that are like sitting in ceremony all the time. Totally. And have been, you know, and they're like, where you been, dude? Old timer, you know? It's, well, but it's that's what this is all about with this, with this, with the indigo children. That's what the indigo children are about. These are old souls being reincarnated for this time of in, in our planetary history. They've done this before. And that's why I'm super inspired right now. In fact, during my uh, writing my audiobook and and talking with my publisher yesterday, we were finishing and I'm doing a whole book re-release. Um, I'm just like updating my my bio and so, so some of the the website links and stuff like that. And I was talking to my publisher yesterday, and you know, this book came out in 2014. I wrote it in 2014. It came out in 2015. And my publisher said, he goes, your book was a futuristic book in 2015 and he goes it's so timely right now and and i feel that and so everything that i've been ahead of the wave on is now being front and it's being popularized and it's not even being popularized it's being necessitized because of the pandemic and because of what's happening with this new earth shift and uh and all these like you talked about, like all the all the biofeedback machines and all like the Rife machines and all these things that were, you know, the the the, the crazy healer like was that was in the shadows somewhere in the back, you know, that you'd go see. Now th- these are like, well, what about Holda Clark? You know, what about Royal Rife? You know, these guys are pioneers from a hundred, well, not Royal, not Royal Rife from a hundred years ago, but Holda Clark. I mean, I read all of her books, all the Cure for All Diseases books, the Cure for Advanced AIDS books. I mean, dude, she was shut down in Tijuana multiple times because of her her information, and now people, um, I, th- I think she's, I think she's, she's passed, right? I don't think she is alive. I anymore. believe so. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, I would. She's probably making more money now than, than ever before. You know, <laughs> you would have had her on your podcast. I would have. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, is she alive? I would have tracked her down by now. So, at, at what point uh, in the chiropractic journey did you start getting into? these type of alternative healing technologies and what were some of the first ones that you found? If, if you remember, like I said, some of their names escaped me. I just remember the Rife machines yep. where you would hold the, the photon uh, gas, yeah. you know, uh, chambers in your hands and the, all kinds of different coils. Yeah. But yeah, mm-hmm. but I, now I kind of forget what they were called, but do you remember what some of the first things to emerge sure. uh, in that world were? Yeah. Uh, well, so there's a couple different things. Uh, they, they they talk about the the the, the single channel uh, point testing devices where you'd go in and and uh, check different uh, what they call vol points acupuncture by vol points and there was like four hundred points over body and you would check and it would have like the little gauge you oh, know yeah, and you put like yeah, you know, put vitamins up on and then they would sell you here's your four hundred dollars of vitamins that you need like per every Dude, month you know that's yeah. how I was tested to see if I was going to be biocompatible for a titanium tooth implant. Oh, perfect. And I tested yeah. and eventually he found a sensitivity. And mm-hmm. so I went with the, what's it called? Zirconia, like the fake 
diamond. Okay. You know? Yeah. I went with one of those because he was testing me for a while. And then finally the titanium was like, Meh. there was a indicator that it would have had some sort of allergic reaction. And thank God I don't have metal in my head. That would have been a bad idea for a number of reasons, namely being an EMF antenna inside your jaw. Totally. Um, not to freak anyone out that has those, but if you have a choice. Anyway, I That's remember another that conversation. Thing. Let's not yeah. go down the, yeah, yeah. the, the amalgam yeah. conversation. But I remember <laughs> that it's like a little probe and they put it on your different acupuncture points and then determine whether the supplement, yeah, and like you said, you would leave with four or $500 with the supplements. <laughs> it's funny when there's a diagnostic device that tells you, yeah, so here's how much you got to spend, yeah, you know. But, exactly, but it's not the doctor, it's it's the machine. Yeah. So, my my first my first machine um, was a radionics device. Wow! Yeah, it was called the Biophoton Analyzer, and I still have it. I still have it to this day. I cannot. I don't use it. Um, anybody that's listening, is, I'm sure we're going to get all kinds of calls about. Oh my god, you have a Biophoton Analyzer? Um, it's magic. And I was using it for, I always said I was using it for 1% of what its full capability was. I was introduced, uh, my first, I guess, mentor, um, when I went to that training in San Diego, it was called Joffe Mahler Technique. And and the, my my first uh, doctor that I was working with in Colorado, her name was Cynthia Cortini, who was a chiropractor, uh, kinesiologist, packed waiting room of people with chronic degenerative conditions and allergies and all kinds of stuff. And they were all getting better. And I told you, my mother was diagnosed with autoimmune disease. So when I, that was my first job in Colorado, when I, within, I mean, I graduated chiropractic school in base in like December 98. Uh, I was in Colorado by, in 99. So within my first year, I was already moving out in Colorado. And then I went to this first training in, in 2000. And so just within my first year, I was already getting into bioenergetic work. And I remember sitting in Dr. Jaffe's and Mahler's training in San Diego, not knowing anything about muscle testing. I went day early to like learn how to do it. And I didn't know anything about it. It was not in my wheelhouse, but the information that they were giving, I just remember hearing one word in my, in my mind all weekend. It was truth, truth. And I was taking copious notes and I went back on Monday and I asked my patients, hey, I just learned this technique and I try this. And they said, yes. And we started seeing miraculous changes. And the way the Jaffe Mahler technique worked was we had these little glass vials that had water in them and in the water was contained a vibrational uh, imprinted signature frequency of, of X, of things, different things. And you would buy their kits and then you would put them in your field and muscle test and reprogram the body. And we talked about um, boosting, identify, target, destroying uh, the immune system, programming the immune system to identify, target, destroy infectious agents like bacteria, viruses, parasites, mold, fungus, and yeast bioenergetically. In 2000, this was my first thing. And I just remember hearing truth on this whole thing. And it worked really well. And I met uh, this woman, Don Nolan, who became a mentor of mine. And I ended up buying uh, her, her clinic in Denver, actually, because she moved to Australia to open up some other holistic allergy centers. And she introduced me to this radionics device. And it gave us a... She was also certified um, in something called... Uh, Nambutrapod's allergy elimination technique, NAET. I went and. Oh, yeah, I used to do that. I forgot about that. Dude, Dr. Devi is a a major foundation. I mean, I'm not sure what she's doing now, but, you know, she's based out of Anaheim. And I remember coming to Anaheim and sitting in her her training 
and learning about, uh, once again, how to treat allergies. And her work is fantastic for primary allergies. And there's two kinds of allergies. You have primary allergies and secondary allergies. Primary allergies is, because what's the definition of an allergy? It's a glitch in the nervous system or, or, it's, or like a glitch in your neurocomputer. And so how did your body become, and then there's different ways of having a glitch. Overexposure is one of them. Some kind of emotional trauma is another one. There's a variety of different, there could be chemical, uh, chemical exposure, a lot of different things that could cause these neurological glitches. And I remember learning that from Dr. Devi and her technique worked fantastic for primary allergies. I mean, it was, it was magical. I'm allergic to peanut. You put peanut in the hand, you do this treatment and they leave and they can eat peanuts and it, Dr. Schwartz's magic. I was like, dude, this technique is amazing. But for endogenous allergies or secondary allergies, meaning that the allergy is the symptom due to a bigger, higher issue of inflammation or an endogenous allergy, what if you're allergic to your own stomach acid? What if you're allergic to your own enzymes? What if you're allergic to your own fecal material? Something like that, which is really common. How do you do a 24-hour avoidance process, which you can't? So they didn't hold that well with Dr. Devi's work. So we started using this radionics device and they had these imprinting wells and you could do an antidote neutralized setting, take the little vial, put it in the, tr- in the well, lay on the mat for two minutes, neutralize it in your body and they're gone. No 24 hour avoidance. And it worked pretty much every time. And I had a whole practice dedicated to that really right out of the gate in 2000. So radionics is where you're working in the quantum and you're essentially remotely sending frequencies or something like this. Do, do I radionics, understand? So radionics kind of originated out in like Austria, Germany. Um, I'm not sure exactly in the early, I'm, I want to say probably in the 50s or 60s, maybe 70s. Um, they have huge hospitals of radionics, but essentially the principles behind radionics is that they there's there's like a, this wave of, of imbalance. And then the radionics feeds back the opposite balancing wave back into your field. So it's counteracting an imbalance wave with another balancing wave. And it's non-local, right? I mean, it's not like the thing machine or wave is touching you. It's, it can be done remotely. completely remotely, right? They would have these, uh, mm-hmm. used to work with, you could have these imprinting trays. So you would take uh, like a Polaroid picture and they'd have a Polaroid picture well. You could put take a picture of a person, a place or a thing, whatever, put it in the well. And then you could totally create in these wells whatever healing remedies you want and broadcast it 24-7 or whatever you wow. want remotely anywhere. Probably, they could say in the world or probably anywhere in the in the galaxy, you know, if you really wanted to put the picture in there. And do whatever you want. So talk about those wizards that were kind of like in the backgrounds. I mean, people would be doing all kinds of things. Dude, I love this stuff. I just interviewed a couple guys yesterday from an organization called uh, FLFE or Focus Life Force Energy. Mm. And they have some sort of cosmic wizard device or a a few of them in different locations that are some kind of Tesla-ish technology. And they have figured out a way to, I guess it it's maybe a form of radionics. They didn't use that term, but you can program an address or a unique um, identifier, such as a, bil- a, a building's address mm-hmm. or just the GPS location or even your cell phone number, uh, a photo of yep. your necklace, a pendant. And then they send a harmonic frequency to that address from the device 
and they can actually raise the level of consciousness of a location. So I have it on on this house, and I have it on my cell phone. I put it on my mom's house. What's it called? Uh, it's called flfe.net, uh, Focus Life Force Energy. I'll send you a link. They're super cool guys, but what's dope about what they do is their whole model is based on the David Hawkins scale of consciousness. Okay. And Power so, versus force. Yeah, so using uh, kinesiology or muscle testing, they test the viability of all of their protocols. Mm. And so inherently they're integrous and truth-telling, presumably, because they're using a model based on the will of God. You yeah. know? It's just a very deeply spiritual approach to life, uh, David Hawkins was, but it kind of merged science and spirituality. But what drew me to their work and for those that are listening here today, uh, I don't know if that episode will come out before or after this because I don't always release them in the same order, but it will have already been released or will be coming after this one either way, FLFE. The reason I was attracted to them is because one of the features of their technology is EMF mitigation. Mm. And so what they do is they program the field in a location it's really trippy so that not only any EMFs that are generated within the house, say like a Wi-Fi router that's plugged in, uh, but also EMFs that are coming into the house, there's kind of a bubble of this uh, consciousness field around mm -hmm. that then transmutes the signals coming into the property and the ones that are generated from within and uh, causes them to be harmonious with your biology. And to anyone that's very you know, left-brained and scientific, that would make no sense. But if you understand the nature of consciousness and that all energy either lowers or raises one's consciousness in a field, right? So it's exactly. a quantum technology. But anyway, I digress. It's just something I'm very excited about at the moment. But it seems to work on that principle of radionics. I'm going to reach out to them and say, you know, do you guys ever use that term or is that something that's congruent? Because when I first heard about the radionics, what struck me about it was that it's non-local. Yeah. And the way David Hawkins used kinesiology and really his big breakthrough was, of course, that he discovered it's not a local phenomenon. You don't have to have the vitamin B in your hand and muscle test. You could ask the question, is vitamin B appropriate for Stephen right now uh, to support his health? And you'd get a yes or a no, whether or not you're in the room or on the other side of the planet or whatever. Exactly. And I think, to, and to validate that point, think about the, the most obvious example of that is just think about your mother or your, or your new fiance. Honey, I was just thinking about you. Exactly. And she sends you a text non-locally or, you know, I don't know. Where's your mother? In uh, Sonoma County, Northern California. Okay. So Northern California. I mean, there's thousands, you know, there's whatever, I don't know, hundreds of miles between you and there. My mother's in New Jersey. I hear, I feel her. There's people across the, the globe where they can just, because there's that connection in Hawaiian Huna, they call that the Aka connection or that stream of consciousness between multiple people. And um, so that's, that's what's so great about right now is where we're, there's all this revolution of applied sciences from these concepts of consciousness that have been really discussed for centuries. And, and, uh, and I, I think that that's also another interesting point about this cycle that we're in right now, because we went through this phase of where all this began, um, with the indigenous, with the indigenous, uh, people of this planet that were quote unquote uneducated, but what would they do? <laughs> they would, 
you know, according to modern. Yeah, it's so know, crazy. But but they would they might not because they never have studied science. But they look around at nature. What would they do is they would study the laws of nature and the rhythms of nature, and they would what's that plant do and and what does that star align with on a regular basis and all these things. And we watched this, but they couldn't explain it scientifically. And so we went through this whole motion, this whole cycle of the indigenous uneducated, right? Into modern science and, and the belief of the church that was like, okay, this is modern, modern man versus getting away from, you know, the, the, the tribes of, of Africa and, and, uh, and the Mayans and, and all the old, all the older civilizations. Correct. And then we started getting into studying, um, to start to research into what, into the laws of nature. Right. And, and that's where all this early research started coming from. We started explaining gravity and like Sir Isaac Newton, the apple falling on her, on his head and all these, and all these things. And it took us through the, this process. And what we're finding is as we're coming out the other side of that now, because things got really crazy, then, then everything became, you know, peer reviewed journals and pharmaceuticals and, and lobbying and it's gotten all crazy. Yeah. And what we're finding is on the back end of the cycle, it's bringing us back to one commonality, the laws of nature. And what did the original indigenous uh, cultures of this planet do? And so it's taking us back to exactly the same place, except what's so cool is this next wave is now we have technology that can validate the quantum laws of nature that, that the early indigenous societies couldn't do centuries ago. And that's wow. what's exciting right now. And that's where I think all these indigo children and everybody that's dialed in with the, uh, with the plant medicines, they were all performing ceremonies and were the scientists and the scholars of centuries ago are now coming back like, cool, now we have all these cool tools that <laughs> right. we can use. Right. This is what we've been saying. You're like, right. give us another chance, you know? Right. And that's, and that's exciting. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm very excited to be a part of this new evolution that's happening on our planet right now as we move into this new earth after the radionics machine that you were using but do you still ever use that for anything by the way uh it's so interesting i was moving when i moved out of my place in venice i moved for three months during the lockdown into a friend of mine's out in marietta who's uh with with my friend tsunami diamond i'll give him a plug another amazing uh consciousness technology uh designer and uh he helped me move and I was like, listen, I can't throw us out. I've had this since like 2000. And he set it up in his room and we've been kind of, because he's created his own radionics machine. So we, we're integrating it. Um, I'd like to actually bring it back to my, to my place now in Rena Del Rey. And we can do a lot of amazing things, especially this day and age, like what's happening where we're trying to raise the vibration of the planet. We could be putting in programs and working 24 hours a day and running programs to help uh, create a new dimensional reality for for uh, consciousness for humanity right now and actually this podcast is inspiring me uh to to do that as soon as we're finished good yeah. all right yeah let me know i'd love to see it in fact you... i'll have you come over you can help me uh, do it yeah it'd be fun to uh be fun to experiment with that a bit because it's something I, I have not you know personally been involved with so uh was there anything else noteworthy along the journey to what you're doing now with the vibe bed were there any other pivotal 
devices or technologies that were kind of stepping stones along the way that led you to what you're doing now? So there was, um, the radionics machine came in immediately. Uh, and then, but I think more interesting enough, it was the first technique was working with these vials. And I was like, you know, what's up with the vials? You know, so you had to buy the vials, these like glass tubes. And I remember I'd go and see my patients. I'd put the glass tubes in, in their field. They'd come back next time. Like, oh, Dr. Schwartz, it's, I'm like 85% better. You're like, what's going on? And it really drove me to look into, I know that I'm not doing some kind of, I'm not some kind of sage. I'm not some kind of, you know, special gifted healer. I'm just a man, but this technology, there's science behind this. And it drove me deep into that. So what we started seeing was first we started with the vials. Then I learned another technique called neuromodulation technique, Dr. Les Feinberg's work. He said, you know, we don't need the vials. So he started creating something called therapeutic intentional scripts where he had these like words that you would read out. And instead of putting vials in the hand, in your, in your body, in your field, you would just say it. And it was great, but it was kind of hard to do because like 80% of it per patient was the same thing. And then you would kind of take them down this road of, and then people would be like, you know, what are you saying? And, and you would just be saying it quickly to yourself. And it was a little weird, but very effective. And it was very kind of draining on me just as, as a practitioner. So one day I said to myself, I know, because I told you about Dawn Nolan, she showed me how I could make my own vials. So then I said, my own little energy water tubes. So then I said, what if I just took the therapeutic intentional scripts and converted them into, into vials? So I did that. And then his technique worked even better because instead of me being tired and having to be super present, everything was programmed and I was just flipping vials in and out of people's friends, just reprogramming uh, my, my client's energy field. And it worked actually better. And, but I was still using this radionics device. And I remember when Don moved to Australia, um, they had, uh, because it wasn't an FDA clear device, she had a part, investors and stuff. And they're like, we don't want to, we don't want to use this device because we're scaling and that triggered something in my mind because I knew what that bio, what the radionics device was doing. This was a pivotal moment. I knew what the biofeedback, what that radionics device was doing. So I said, what if I just make a vial to do what the radionics machine is doing? So I took that machine and took the programming and imprinted it into a vial. And I never needed the biofeedback. I never needed the radionics machine ever again. Wow. And it changed my life from that moment forward. Then I put the machine away and then I went into working with these. Then at that point, I felt, I don't like using the word, I felt like I had mastery of this technology because uh, it was proven over. And, and by this time this year was, this was like 2006. So this was six years in clinical practice, seeing patients day in and day out. Really, these, this was the heyday of my practice of just working um, with all kinds of chronic degenerative conditions using techniques and technologies. And so then I was actually having these, these ideas about how do I get away from um, these vials? Because at this point, I probably had about a thousand vials that I'd made almost all of them myself. And so it was the Dr. Schwartz like bioenergetic library. But then I wanted to bring in associates and train associates uh, on, and I was about to open up a large center and I said to myself, I need another delivery system 
other than these vials because we can't share box and I don't have really the bandwidth to recreate a, a thousand vials. A lot of them I don't even remember what specifically is, is I programmed in there. Um, so what, what else can I do? And I had uh, an activation, just kind of a, a download that what about music? Like what if I use sound? And uh, one of my longtime friends, colleagues who I had done healing work with, who was a professional musician, I called him and I said, uh, do you have any health issues? And he said he just started dating this girl that has, um, that has three cats and he's deathly allergic to cats. And he really likes her, but it's just a mess. Like he's all swollen and, and it's a mess. So I had a clinic called the Allergy Stop and we would treat, um, it was a holistic allergy center. And we treated cat allergies routinely, routinely with fantastic results. Uh, so I, we went, I took that box of cat allergy vials that I had, went to his house, into his home studio in his basement. First time ever working with Ableton software, which is a music, produ- music production software, and took these vials and converted them into audio files which ironically look like these little cells that look just like my vials, except they're, they're music vials. So we just did an experiment. I said, what if we just, did? and over the next week, I recreated my allergy protocol in Ableton and then treated him for his very severe cat allergy in his recording studio. And now it's in 2007, and I'm happy to report that he's married to that woman. They live with the cat, they have a baby, and he has no cat allergies. What? And you did that once you programmed those frequencies into the sound and made music out of it and he listened to it. That was the beginning of my music company, Bioharmonic Technologies. And another thing came out of that, I also started developing biofeedback systems. Two things happened in 2007. I said, okay, instead of me being the practitioner and using the vials and, and muscle testing, how can I start creating technologies for humanity? How can I start bringing things that I can train other practitioners with, other doctors with? Um, how can I start making sonic pseudocals for my, for my patients, for them to be taking um, as a supplement? Because what never really resonated right with me was if I'm using bioenergetic work and they're having these profound changes, why would I give somebody a physical sup- supplement? Like if we're making these profound changes bioenergetically, I should be able to give bioenergetic supplementation as well too. And that's always been something. So it's interesting watching the evolution of bioenergetic supplementation um, really come more into the forefront. And these are things like homeopathy that's been around since the 1800s. I mean, so uh, energetic supplementation is nothing new, but now it's becoming a lot more popularized. What was up with the biofeedback uh, device that you had or created or whatever? So um, we talked about the first ever biofeedback. So two things came out of that cat allergy experiment. Uh, first, Chris, Chris Lawhead, him and myself, we went in and uh, we recorded two albums together. The first one, Energy Clearing, which I think is the first album that you said you've been playing. Uh, and it clears negative energy out of your nervous system space and dwelling. And then I said to myself, what if I made a biofeedback system that... Um, we, that instead of using these vials, we can just make audio files. And instead of using 
whatever. As you need an output with biofeedback, the definition of biofeedback is giving back to your body. So you have to read your body on some way, and then your body is going to give you information, and then you g- deliver it back through a delivery system of some form. Um, a lot of times, the delivery systems, like when we talked about with the vol, um, with the vol points, the delivery system would be here's your supplements. We're going to imprint something, or with, um, or you could use lasers, or or different, or these. Uh, Galvanic skin response, like uh, wrist cuffs, microcurrent, things like that. Uh, so with this, with this biofeedback device that we were working with, well, that I was developing, I was using headphones. And it would deliver back some kind of music feedback. And I actually went as far as developing a prototype for it. So I make a joke. There's a, now there's a, a really, what's sweeping the, the, the world right now is the Healy which is a miniaturized wearable biofeedback system that you can use an app on your phone. And I've been making uh, the, the comment that, that um, I actually developed the Healy before the Healy in 2007 when I developed this first biofeedback system because I actually went out and I bought a tablet, which before tablets even existed, all they had were those little notebooks, like the miniaturized ones with the lids. But I bought this little tablet that had like the split scr- like keyboard and a little stylus. It was running Windows 98, it was like $1,800. I remember buying it at Best Buy. And then I went forth to find a programmer, some guy that could make me this navigation system. And then we were just going to take these audio files and put them into the navigation system. And then I, would, I was kind of doing this hybrid of muscle testing and then delivering the frequencies through headphones. And I traveled to Peru with that. I traveled all around the world with this little baby because, I mean, 2007, there was no such thing as an app. Um, there was no such thing as 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 a tablet, and I worked with this, and I still have it to this day. Um, it, I plugged it in; doesn't work. Um, but that was uh, the precursor to what is now. And I'm not as that was I wasn't associated with that, but I know Marcus uh, the, uh, Shemke. He's the the developer of the um, of the Healy. When I listened to his stories, he was developing this in 2007. Oh wow. So I, he's over in Germany, I'm here in the United States, and it's all about the morphic fields. It's all coming in and people are, are pulling it in and, and, and taking action on it. And so I ended up getting involved with, uh, so that was kind of something that I was playing with for a couple of years. Uh, in 2009, um, I, my large center that I created closed. It was, I had some personnel issues and some partner issues and and it ended up and I ended up starting over again at that point but what happened that was the transition from you asked the original question was going from being like a chiropractor I feel like I'm still a, a chiropractor so I've never really transitioned out of being that but the transition that happened in 2009 was when I went from being a one-on-one practitioner to develop to being a technology designer and we purchased a biofeedback machine that was $45,000 called the LZ30, um, the, LZR, the LZ30, the LZR7, LZR7 Laser Allergy Relief System. And uh, within six months or eight months, it was, there was a falling out between the developer and the owner of the company, and it was obsolete. And the owner came to me and said, would you help us develop something new? And I agreed to, and uh, we consulted on the development of something called the, what turned out to become the, the ASA balance, 
which is another bio feed body balancing system, which I became the national trainer for that, the top sales guy for that. Well, the, the sales guy for that. And, um, I wrote all the protocols, wrote all the manuals and started training, um, doctors on biofeedback. So the journey is from these vials to biofeedback to, um, and music and frequency to working with doctors to now the next step is how can we empower the patients, the self-care revolution? And that's really, I feel the next evolutionary step that we've been working with. And that's what I like these products like the Healy's because it's taken the, the biofeedback out of the hands of, of the practitioners, which is very important because there's a lot that I'm teaching my um, upline and downline about the effects of biofeedback and, and frequencies on the body and, and using drainage remedies and minerals and probiotics, which I think are essentially vitally important if you're going to be receiving these, kind of, uh, these kinds of uh, protocols. But the other end of, of that spectrum is, is uh, the patient taking responsibility for the, their, their own um, health. And we want to be able to provide uh, techniques, uh, technologies uh, that can empower them to unleash their highest optimal potential. Wow. We'll be right back at you after this brief but important announcement. That, my friends, is the sound of me popping open a cold can of Olipop. Now, like most kids that grew up in the 70s and 80s, I used to chug me some soda. I had no idea at the time, nor would I have cared, that it was extremely toxic and loaded with sugar and all sorts of other chemicals. So when I got into health 20 years ago, I had to give up soda. It was a sad day. And I knew that diet soda was even worse, probably because of the aspartame and all the other fake sweeteners and whatnot. But it was a sad day when I had to put down my soda can. So I was relinquished to the occasional sparkling water when it came to a fizzy drink. Enter onto the scene today, Olipop, as my new healthy alternative to soda. Now, it tastes just like the sodas I grew up with, but without the spoonfuls of sugar and artificial chemicals. They've got some delicious nostalgic flavors like vintage cola, classic root beer, orange squeeze, cherry vanilla, and my current favorite, strawberry vanilla. Olipop uses functional ingredients that combine the benefits of prebiotics, plant fiber, and botanicals to support your microbiome and benefit your digestive health. What's awesome about Olipop is that it's much, much lower in sugar than conventional sodas with only two to five grams of sugar from natural sources, so no added sugar. Their vintage cola has just two grams of sugar as compared to a regular Coca-Cola that has 39 grams of sugar. So just for comparison, that's how crazy this gets. And, and all their products are non-GMO, vegan, paleo, and keto-friendly with less than 8 grams net carbs per can. So if you're ready to check out some Olipop, here's what's up. We've got an exclusive deal for Lifestylist Podcast listeners. You're going to receive 20% off plus free shipping on their best-selling variety pack. This is a great way to try all of their delicious flavors. So go to drinkolipop.com slash Luke or use the code Luke at checkout to claim this deal. That's D-R-I-N-K-O-L-I-P-O-P, drinklollipop.com slash Luke. This discount is valid for their variety pack. So get your hands on some Olipop and enjoy the soda that you had to give up without wrecking your health. And now back to the interview. 
It's so funny, dude. When you walked in, you know, I had this list of things. <laughs> it's it's kind of like my security blanket, yeah. my my little list. I keep kind of hidden under my leg here. Uh, I said, if we're going to go over that list, yeah. we're going to be here for five hours. Well, it's funny because <laughs> sometimes, you know, I mean, I know you a little bit. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, it's nice when you like have hung out. We've hung out a few times. Mm-hmm. And so it's, you know, it makes it easier. It's like less stress. But you never know like how good of a talker someone's going mm-hmm. to be <laughs> until you sit down with a microphone. Some people like are motor mouths. But then when there's a camera and a mic on, mm. then I really need my list because I'm like, oh shit, man, I got to like keep the energy keep up going. here. But I feel like I don't even need this Am now. I doing good? Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, okay, no, it's, it's absolutely spot on. It's everything I wanted to cover actually in a much better way than I knew we could. Mm. So I think that's a perfect segue into where you are now and what really piqued my interest when we were introduced. And that is this vibe bed yeah. that you've created. And I see this thing as not only really cool in its current incarnation, but with things like the Rasha and the Healy and, uh, you know, New Calm, which is another yeah. neuroacoustic software that I'm obsessed with. I do it just about every day. Mm-hmm. There are so many different applications in terms of the delivery system. And so let's kind of move into mm-hmm. how that came to be and tell me what the acronym VIBE stands for and kind of unpack the whole full body entrainment process. Yeah. Because okay. I, you know, like I, I know about binaural beats mm-hmm. and the next generation of that, the new calm software where you listen to something and it entrains your brain and causes you to have a positive emotional response or puts you in theta, et cetera. But since your body is made of water and water, in my opinion, is a crystalline energy conductor. Maybe that's not even my opinion. It's probably what it is. That's yeah, not your opinion then why would you just put frequencies in your ears when you can put them through your entire body of water? Because you're basically like a, you're like a waterbed that rolls around with bones in it. So break this down for us because it's really cool. And that's going to be fascinating for Dylan because he had no idea (laughs) when he, when I laid him on that thing, he's like, okay, dude, whatever. He trusts me, you know, kind of, uh, but it was, as I said, it was so fun watching him and, uh, you know, as a virgin knowing nothing and mm-hmm. just seeing his nervous system go. Exactly. And just wind down like when the, they pull the power out of R2-D2, you know, and he just goes. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. Except instead of pl- putting the power unplugging, you were just recharging. Yeah, yeah. And reactivating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And it's actually, it's almost the, the opposite. So this is like Neo in the Matrix. Like these beds are, are, are plug-ins. Into into an expression, um, I call these the so the vibe, the acronym for the vibe, because everything's the vibes now. Good vibes, bad vibes, you know, whatever's going on. But vibes actually stands for something. It stands for vibrational. Here, repeat after me: vibrational, vibrational, individualized, individualized, body, body, enhancement, enhancement, system, system, vibes. Okay, vibrational, individualized, body enhancement systems, and um, and this whole thing came about. You talked just in that short, succinct little uh, segment that you just gave, you you touched on so many important things. First of all, yes, we are water. It's the first chapter um, that I talk about in my book. Um, because when we look at those vials, like what is the vial? It's a tube of water. And what does water have? It has a vibrational signature in it. And when I remember, say, I was driving home and I was kind of had my mind blown, like why am I having, how are my, patients responding to me putting a vial into their energy field? Like, how is that? But I became obsessed about the science behind that. And I started studying uh, 
cellular biology and and about fluid dynamics and these kind of things like that. And so what we're seeing is that we are water. We're 70 to 90% water. And in fact, even when like senior citizens, like when you die of natural causes of, of old age, that range is, um, they, they say that the normal body hydration of like seniors that die of old age of like, un, you know, natural causes, so to speak, is about 50% which is really fascinating. That means between 90 and 50% where you are when you're born to when you die is about a 40% range. That's how sensitive our bodies are to the amount of water in our bodies. And one of my favorite books that I would, um, this is a great cure for insomnia. If anybody really is, is, has a problem sleeping, go get the book, um, uh, Scientific Basis of Energy Medicine. It's, it's a little bit of a joke. Um, it's super scientific. It's amazing reference guide uh, written by Dr. James Oshman. Uh, and he talked about the difference between um, uh, the difference between uh, uh, cellular cellular physiology, cellular physiology, uh, when you have a ten percent reduction in water reduces by one million times. So just this answers a lot of questions like people that are having chronic and even with COVID that's going on right now, a lot of people are dehydrated. So if you're at 90%, when you're a baby, you're at 90%, you know, maybe even higher water, you're mostly water. But now as you get older, you're 80, 70, 60, and then 50%, you're reducing your cellular communication by 1 million times, times potentially three, two, three or four times. So what we're seeing is that there's actually nothing changing in your environment. It's your body's ability to interpret the environment appropriately and your immune system is glitching out. So where does it start? Repeat after me. Hydrate. Hydrate. Vibrate. Vibrate. And gyrate. Gyrate. (laughs) Hydrate, vibrate, gyrate. Vitally important. We need to keep our cells gyrating and moving, keeping our immune system activated at a highest level. These are the principles behind the vibe system. Um, Another one I'm sure a lot of your listeners are going to be familiar with is the concept of cymatics. C-Y-M-I-C-S. I'm so glad you brought that up because I wanted to ask what the correlation was and I forgot about that. So explain cymatics for those that haven't seen those fantastic videos on YouTube and whatnot. So cymatics basically takes, uh, makes a visual representation of, of, um, of water or any kind of movable medium. They're basically putting sound or frequency into some kind of medium and you can start creating all these sacred geometrical shapes. It's fascinating. It's nuts. Yeah, it's not, and it's real. It's, 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 it's real. You can't believe it's real. Yeah. Like for those, we'll put some links in the show notes to some of the videos, <clears> but they'll take a, you know, like a plate and it's on top of a subwoofer and it has a certain frequency and then there's some sand or something on it, right? Yep. And then it starts to vibrate and all of a sudden you have what looks like a snowflake or, or some of the, exactly. it's, it's madness. It's like, that's the stuff that makes it impossible, in my opinion, to think that there is no designer behind creation. Or that creation is sacred geometry. Right. Like that's the answer. 
Like when you go to, you know, we go to a lot of festivals and we go to Burning Man and, you know, but then if I'm a doctor and I'm really committed to doing research and, and, and getting these into uh, healthcare facilities and research facilities. And like, it's really a passion of mine, but we, we go, you know, the low hanging fruit. I mean, the people that buy into this stuff is all, you know, festivals and, and things like that. And everybody's wearing sacred geometry and they got their, their shirts on and their necklaces and they're like, oh, a bunch of hippies. But no, actually not at all. Um, it's, it's that geometry is in alignment. The same mathematics is in alignment with our connective tissue, which is vibrating. And just to touch on connective tissue for your audience, I know you, you, you like um, having a lot of scientists on here that giving information. This is another foundation to why I'm making the, these, these vibe systems is your, your connective tissue, the living connective tissue matrix surrounds every tissue system and cell of the body. It's the true, the true nervous system. We think about, you talked about brain entrainment. Why would you just put binaural beats into the ears when you can be putting it into your whole body? The brain is just one part of the nervous system. Oh, yeah. The brain, there's also yeah. the spinal cord. Um, then you have the cranial nerves. Then you have your peripheral nerves. Then you have the autonomic nervous system, which is for fight or flight. You have or fight or flight, sympathetic, parasympathetic nervous system. You have the enteric nervous system, which have more nerves in your body. That's in the gut. That's where you have that gut response going on. All those parts are all part of the nervous system. Then you have the neuroendocrine system. So that collective body of work that is the is the total nervous system, and the feedback into that is your living connective tissue matrix, which is made up of three three um, uh, biological materials: microfilaments, microtubules, and intermediate tubules. Those three components, and they have one biological function: they they respond to your environment through vibrational resonance oh wow that's what they do is so, this why when you put on james brown really loud you can't sit still yeah exactly i mean that's the music that, yeah like i'm not a dancer but if you put on james brown like my body I starts good. doing that's that's my I knew thing that i would but think about even the words i feel good i mean dude what a great song Thank and they you, have yeah. and it and it's got. It's I was upbeat. thinking of Sex Machine, but oh, I'm a Sex know. Machine. <laughs> That's another good one. But no, I'm just I'm I'm making a joke to the point that I mean I'm a musician, yeah. and you know even when you play an instrument, I mean you know to just to keep rhythm and keep a beat, your body starts moving when exactly. that string vibrates, or if you're a drummer and you start hitting your drum, like you never see a drummer just like except Charlie Watts. Uh, just sitting there, you know, totally stationary with just their arms moving, right? There's like something about the vibration of sound that reacts to your body and causes you to gyrate and move about in various ways. Exactly. And, or let's take the opposite. You ever listen to somebody that doesn't know how to sing? Somebody that your, the, your guitar is out of key or out of pitch or out of tune or somebody that um, is playing and it's not, they're not in tune with whatever the band situation is. How does that feel? Yeah, you kind of like it. Kind of hurts a little bit. You contract. You contract. You contract. Yeah. Instead of being at a festival where everybody's like open and dancing and singing, and harmonic, these are these are massive tools for essentially. That's why they talk about transformational festivals because that's what's happening. There is there's a lot of workshops going on about expanding consciousness. They have conscious DJs and musicians talking about conscious things, and then you have this collective energy all all around one collective. Unify, unifying message. And that's why people go to these events and have life-changing experiences. 
And um, so, so these are, these are the foundational pieces. And now, uh, and I talk about this in my book in detail, because I, after this came in during my research for, for my, for my book, Primal Resonance, I said, well, what biological materials um, are initiated by this? And I looked into my, I said, well, what are the initiating biological programs or pathways of human physiology? Well, let's see. How about what's important? How about how our cells replicate? Like we are, because from once the sperm fertilizes the age, uh, the egg, we go from one cell to two cells to four cells to eight cells to, and we're a hundred trillion cells. And not just that, but then our cells are turning over. Our skin is, we're like getting a new skin. I think like, I'm going to botch these numbers. I'm sorry. So I'm not even going to go there, but I think you get like a new liver every six months or something, or maybe, I'm, all right, we're not going to go there. But basically, <laughs> there's there's constant cellular turnover right. for all of our organs. And so now, why why do we age if we're having constant cellular turnover? Or why is it that at one age, somebody um, is healthy and at another age, they have cancer? And they do say that over a seven-year span that you are completely, you have a completely new body. And how's that originate? Through a process known as mitosis. And the definition of mitosis is how our cells replicate. And then, and then I was talking about, well, how, what else is another biological important program? How about signal transduction? How our cells communicate. And they receive information through your environment, external and internal environment, from cell to cell and from our external environment. Guess what the initiating factors are are the originating bi- biological materials are that start both of those pathways. You got me. Microfilaments, microtubules, and intermediate tubules. Hmm. So and those are the communication pathways. Uh, pathways. Those are the communication materials that initiate how our cells replicate and communicate. How does the fascia fit into that? This is the fascia. Ah, that's what the fascia this is. This is the fascia. Because it expands my understanding of the fascia. The way I look at the fascia is sort of this internal skin that surrounds your organs, muscles, etc. That is this piezoelectric communication network. It's almost like the you know the the, the wiring, your electric wiring that carries nerve signals and information around your body to tell the different parts of your body what to do. I mean, that's a very Flintstonian version. Is that anywhere close no, to actually, how No, actually, I think that's pretty, uh, it's, I think that's a great, great definition. Uh, I, what I've found, because like I said, my background's in sports medicine. So just as much as I've, I'm nerding out on quantum and everything, I'm, I've nerded out a lot about the physical body that's taken me into the quantum. And really what they, when I was in undergrad learning about sports medicine, about learning about the body, we learned about the fascia. And the fascia, by medic, by standard sports medicine definitions, is is a sheath or a covering around every um, every muscle and tendon of the body. But then that expands and is interconnected into the connective tissue, which is part of the um, which is part of the fascia. So a lot of these terms are are kind of 
interconnected. You know, the living connective tissue matrix, the fascia, the connective tissue, and they say the bone is a connective tissue. The ligaments are connective tissue because they connect everything together. But when we chunk it down, now there's um, the periosteum, which surrounds the bone. That's connected. So you can't really start separating out these levels. See? Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. what governs that 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 interconnectedness between every tissue system and cell of the body is the living connective tissue matrix. Got it. So um, a lot of these, so a lot of people talk about fascia that are body workers mm-hmm. and it's very um, three-dimensional. It's very mm-hmm. Newtonian. Yeah. But that same principle is, is what applies in quantum. And in fact, so fascinating because when we look at modern science, uh, when we, when I was in school and you're learning biology and we're doing research, we would go into, you know, taking biology, we'd be, t- we'd be studying the blood. So we would draw blood and then we would put it in a centrifuge and we'd spin it down and then we'd pull out the test tube and you would have the serum and then you would, ha- you'd have the serum and then you would have the, the connective, like the, the connective tissue matrix at the bottom. And we would draw off the serum and study it. And you know what we do with the, with the other part? Hmm. We throw it out. Hmm. It's waste material. It's completely backwards. The activating fabric of the blood is what we were throwing out. We're looking at this completely backwards. And what's being broadcasted is that vibrational uh, fibrinogen that's in in the, the connective tissue. That's what, that is what, activates the serum and shows us what's in there. I'm curious what kind of responses you're going to get from, from your community on this, but yeah, that's, that's what's going on. And that takes us into, into why I'm working with this vibrational technology. Um, in 2009, I had two albums out because I, I told you about the CAT uh, experiment that happened in 2007. I, we, we, I made that biofeedback system. And then I also went in and recorded my first album um, energy clearing, which I think is the one that you've been playing through the vibe, which is a great yeah. place to start. Yeah. Um, and that's I, the one with the, it has like a, like little explosion sounds in the, in the background here and there. Anyway, carry, carry on. I have the, I have the playlist Show me on the, here. I don't think yeah. that's, that's where we are. Oh no. Cell cleanser. A cell cleanser. Okay. Yeah. That's the, the one that the first cell cleanser track is the one I've been listening to. Okay. Yeah. That's, uh, that's a massive, that's a major track. Super psychedelic. And then somewhere in the middle, it has like, what is that? The throat sound? singing. The throat singer? No, there's like a, it sounds like a volcano erupting or uh a crackling, a lightning or something like that. We did, um, that was a masterpiece. Sorry we, to interrupt. We did, I mean, we can, we can go, go down that, that road, but <laughs> I've no, been, carry on with what you're, what you're saying. We'll, we'll come back to it. Yeah, that's it. You can find it. So you guys listening, I have the tablet up to my microphone right now. It's the sound bath interlude. Yeah, yeah it's, it's wild stuff. Um, I'm sorry. Carry on. That's okay. You this were your you, show. You were on a good point. <laughs> I'm like a child on this show. I'm like, wait, but what about the thing? No, that's go okay. Go ahead. I'm uh, the same way. This is great. So I totally forgot where you were. I got. I excited was talking about, about um, going into uh, in 2007. I developed between 2007 and 2009. I developed two two albums, um, and at the, and the first one was 
you know, I'd never been in a recording studio, so proof of concept. Could we do it? Does it work? And after I uh, successfully eliminated my, my friend slash patient's cat allergy, I was like, okay, let's like, make music. And then I started, we may come out as a proof of concept. I always wanted, what albums can I play as a non-musician? Crystal Bowls, Chimes, Tinkshaws, but it was based off of sacred geometry. It was based off of the octahedron or the uh, platonic solid for air. And I'm like, well, what do I do? How do we clear air? Like, what is air? Air is... Um, what instruments are air clearing? How do you clear? And and that's how we came up with energy clearing. And I played crystal bowls and the time, chimes and tinkshaws. And then in 2009, um, I was working with another biofeedback system called the Evox from Zyto, which was incredible. It used voice recognition software. You could speak about a topic and it would um, uh, show you based off your voice what energetically was out of balance based off of imbalance in your oh, octaves? You know, the, uh, the amp coil has that, a voice diagnostic. It's really interesting. They developed it from the, the lie detectors yeah. used by, I guess, you know, law enforcement or intelligence agencies. And so you basically go through the vowels or the alphabet and then it's like liver imbalance. <laughs> you know, it's like, what? But it works off that same principle. It's this, really interesting. We, I worked with this technology for, for many years and, and, and I love it. But we started developing, I made a second album. My second album was based off this biofeedback system called Cell Cleanser. And because what we would do is we'd feed back the, the octaves and then just played, there's really just nothing going on. They played some music, but it was just music they got online. And I said, you know, I can make custom music for for that for each one of the zones so i started thinking to myself this is more than just like i'm not really making music i'm making a biofeedback system packaged into a cd these were cds at the time mm -hmm. and um in 2009 and i was down in southern colorado and i had this download that instead of like what you said why would we my patients would ask me this question all the time do i need to listen to your music through headphones and i said no it's it's field music I'm wanting you to experience the 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 music into your biofield more than just the brain. Don't just entrain the brain. I want you to entrain your whole nervous system. And then I said, you know, instead of having this travel through the air, um, what if we could vibrationally, mechanically vibrate it into the connective tissue? And I put it started putting mathematical ratios, sacred geometry, and physiological frequencies into the music. And then we would vibrate it in. And this is where um, Dylan has, uh, would go and, and have these instantaneous drop-ins. It's a process that I refer to as full body neurological entrainment or body hypnosis. And it's mm, almost instantaneous. It takes you from a place of, instead of just entraining the brain, because hypnosis works. It yeah. works really hypnosis well. Hypnosis is dope. Hypnosis is dope. Subconscious mind reprogramming, neurolinguistic programming. It's been a cornerstone of my practice since forever. For my, since 2000, I've always had some level of subconscious mind reprogramming. It's that vitally important. But instead of just entraining the brain, let's pull that out and entrain those same principles, not just into the brain, which is one component of the nervous system, but into the entire nervous system so your fascia and your intra intercellular matrix of connected tissue connective tissue and all this stuff responds in the same way as your brain because it's all part of your nervous system exactly. so when same your principles. brain hears binaural beats or you know healing frequencies 
what we're doing with the bed is we're just sending that to every area of the body, exactly. the whole nervous system. So we're that, vibrating into connective tissue. So that rather than your brain having to kind of disseminate that data and send it through your nervous system to relax you or inform whatever you're trying to inform your nervous system. It's not system even about. that. It's not even that road. It's more about here's your brain. And then your brain's like, okay, cool. I'm down with that entrainment. I get that. But because of the neurology, the, the term, the issues are in your tissues. Mm-hmm. So your brain, you're hypnotized. You're not going to smoke anymore. You're, I'm no longer a smoker. Okay, I'm not going to smoke. But then you walk, then you get up in the morning and you start moving around. And next thing you know, you walk by where the cigarettes are and you do a motion that releases cellular memory to smoke. And now it has nothing to do with your mind and not to dis, not to take away by for any the effectiveness of hypnosis because I know I've had I have countless numbers of patients that have gone through hypnosis and have never smoked ever again from brain entrainment. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to take away from that process at all. Mm-hmm. However, there's a lot of people that it regresses. And the reason why it regresses is because you're you're hypnotizing the brain, but the cellular memory has never been cleared of the patterns associated with that same condition. And that's where you can go in and relieve and release the issues from the tissues. Mm-hmm. You release that and now it's gone. Wow. And that concept came to me in 2004 after having my first journey down to uh, Peru working with a shaman and, and experiencing plant medicines for the first time, going to Machu Picchu for the first time and getting completely blown open. Um, and I remember uh, leaving Denver. I was living in Denver, Colorado. I was in my whatever it was, late 20s. I'd go to the bars all the time. Never thought I ever had a drinking issue. But, you know, my friends, we'd go to the bars all the time. And I remember leaving right after St. Patrick's Day, which was a big party, having this massive <laughs> shamanic like awakening and then coming back for opening day for the Rockies, which is like another huge party. And my friends were like, hey, let me buy you a drink. Let me tell us about Peru. We want to know all about it. Here you go. Here's your favorite drink. And I remember staring at this thing and just like scanning my body and not having one shred of wanting to consume one drop of my favorite drink that I've spent, that I drank gallons of probably prior to, to going on this trip. And that began me on this process of what is this cellular memory? How do we start reprogramming that in the body? How do we take, instead of sitting in the jungle and vomiting for, you know, hours <laughs> on end, because not my, as I said to myself, I started thinking about my patients. Like, would my mom do this? Yeah. You know, would my patients do this? That's, How can we package something that can be just as effective, um, but they don't need to get on an airplane. They don't need to go to a keto. So they don't need to, you know, ingest these plant medicines and put, you know, and things like that. And these are what we call shamanic, this is what I call shamanic technologies that are activating the same processes. And, and the vibes um, is, is, is one of those delivery systems. So to explain for the people listening, and also I want to encourage you guys, we did a really great video of an unboxing mm-hmm. of the vibe when you brought one over here, which I'm super excited about. Uh, so the YouTube video version of this interview will have a, a trailer of sorts in the beginning that shows what we're talking about. I always feel bad for people that are just listening to the audio and they're like, what, what is this thing? You know, 
But to give those of you that don't have the opportunity to see the video, so basically we're talking about what would look kind of like a massage table. It's about a couple feet high, you know, wide as one person. Then there's an amp. There's two amplifiers. One larger amplifier that uh, has the the low end that goes into the transducers in the bed underneath you. Then there's a smaller amplifier that uh, goes to the headphones so that you can mix it basically. So that you can have a different volume per se in your ears as as is in the bed, and then there's a tablet which I have here for those of you watching the video, uh, where your uh, music is stored, which is going to be an app. Now I just have the music on this tablet, so essentially it's like this is your iPod. You're plugging it into an amp, and then the speaker is two speakers. One is the bed itself. And then the other is the headphones. And mm-hmm. so it's like a full body experience of listening to music. It's virtual reality for your cells. It's ah. like a virtual reality sound bath. You know, like when you're at a sound bath Got and you're it. sitting there and you're like, oh my God, like this gong. I'm obsessed. Oh, these crystal balls. Like I'm, a, I'm obsessed. Like and you're, yeah. you just like, you just want to like be in it. Like you just can't get in the gong anymore. You're yeah. sitting there like, oh my God, I, how can I like get these waves to, to crash over my body anymore? The vibe. See, that's funny you say that because I love sound baths uh, and kundalini yoga. If you go to a good class, it's always the big treat at the end is the lie out. And if you got a good gong, (laughs) and that's why, you know, for years when I go to my teacher Tage's class, I'd always sit in the front. Me and my buddy Elliot, man, every day we'd get there early and we'd be in the front because we want to get blasted by the gong at the end. (laughs) But when you go to sound baths, depending on who the practitioner is um, and where your particular mat spot is, sometimes you don't really get the full body and they might travel around with the instruments. You know, you have your eyes closed and you're like, where's that rattle? And then it feels like it's close to you and you're really vibing with it because Mm -hmm. it's, you know, it's close enough to pick up the vibrations. And then they move to the other guy Mm -hmm. across the room and I always God, come back over here. You're too far. So I totally relate to that of wanting just the full immersion into the sound, which this uh, definitely accomplishes. In terms of the tracks, is there anything going on with the pitch of the music? A lot of people talk about, you know, 432 Mm -hmm. uh, hertz, I think it is, rather than 440, that somewhere along the line in Western classical music, we got duped into switching to 440, which is this, I mean, some people go so far as to say it's like a demonic Mm -hmm. kind of frequency of music that the true natural tone of music is at 432, which is what the song Imagine by John Lennon Mm. apparently is tuned to. So most Western instruments, guitars, pianos, everyone's tuned to 440. But there are people making consciousness music that use different tunings. So a a note of an A or an E, D, G, et cetera, is going to be a different note at 432 432. than 440. And then you have your death metal bands like Metallica, Slayer, et cetera, uh, thrash metal. They'll tune way down, and that's that really dirgy. It has this evil, ominous sound. Mm -hmm. So there's different tunings for people listening and they all have kind of a different feel right, and different effect. vibe did you fool around with any of that so okay this great question great 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 question it's probably the number one most important number one common question people ask i mean listen i'll be the first one to say i'm i'm a doctor i'm a master formulator um i i'm using music for one very very particular reason through my research, there's no better delivery system for connecting and influencing chemistry than using sound and frequency and sound, light, frequency, and vibration. Uh, so that's why I use sound. My, my journey as a musician is ever-evolving. 
And like I said, my first album, I was like, what, what instruments can I play? Because I want to play on my own album, you know? Um, and, and we played it, but what I do know how to do is formulate for the body. But I can tell you, interesting, my first album, my first two albums, um, actually my first three albums are not in 432. They're in 440. Um, there's artifacts in them. If you listen to them, they're almost a little, um, embarrassing, you know, like I did my, my friend's home studio, 10 hours. I mean, I'm really proud of what we did, but there's some rustling of papers, you know, I mean, <laughs> there's little things in there. It's from 2007. Yeah. However, the magic that we created with that album, I have more healings that people report that I've witnessed and that people call and email me and tell me about from energy clearing than well, and cell cleanser too. I mean, the response I get from cell cleanser, actually from all my, my later, from really all my albums, I get a lot of feedback, but really my energy clearing is the oldest one from 2007. And I think what's so interesting about it is it's not in four, it's not in 432. It's definitely in 440. There's some artifacts wrong. It's probably not totally optimally mixed, right? But I have, but all the elemental ingredients that, that, that created my, that create my sonic pseudocles are all represented in that album, in all of my albums. And so then it start, then I start thinking to myself, I do think 432 is, is, is a better pitch, is a better t- tuning than 440, for sure, for the record. I want to state that. And on my second generation and um, albums, all my new stuff, all is in 432. Oh, wow. Um, in fact, because, yeah, we weren't even... It was kind of before I didn't even know anything about 432 to be honest with you. Like when we when we when we did this, I mean, this was 2007, 2009, and it's been out there, but it's been a lot more popularized in more you know in the last five to whatever years you know now, and and we are in in 432. But there is some other factors that I believe um, are more therapeutically um, act more therapeutically um, are more the reason for therapeutics. Than the 432 tuning, and another one that 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 people kind of talk about is is 528, and 528 is is oh, a sophigio yeah, yeah. frequency. So right. it's a frequency. It's not a tuning. Everybody says it's five. It's not a tuning. So 432 tuning, which is different than 440. 528 is a hertz is a is a hertz frequency associated with the sophigio range. It's do re mi fa so la ti do. Like that's the the different ranges. Um, they talk about the same frequencies of the, the Gregorian chants associated with the Sophigio frequencies. Um, and they say that that's like for DNA repair research and like that. But there's a lot of really great Sophigio frequencies that, that I use with, with my music. So there's a lot of different disciplines. And what makes my music different than anything else is I, I start with the intention of what am I formulating? What are we doing? The very first question is, hey, Dr. Schwartz, I want to make an album with you. Cool. What are we doing? What's the intention? And then I go into the formulation process and then we start, okay, I need this, that. And then I look to my library, you know, just the same as what, what, what do I have? What are my herbs that I can formulate with? What's, what's my music that I'm for? And we start pulling together uh, all the different ingredients sonically. And then we, then we obviously create music around it that I like to also be in alignment with the intention of the music as well too. And so that's, and then the, the vibe getting back to, to the vibe system uh, is a delivery system for clearing cellular memory. That's why I created it in the first place for clearing cellular memory out of the body. Uh, and now we're using them um, for ascension devices and also delivery systems for things like 
the Rasha, like the Healy, and other frequency devices that we can plug into and that you, instead of just feeling the frequencies in the quantum field, we can sonify them sonification of the quantum field, bring it down from the invisible into the cymatic physical realm. Speaking of cymatics, have you ever uh, just like made a crude cymatics experiment and put a plate of black sand or rocks or something on the vibe to just see if a shape happens? So the, I, I have, of course, of course I have. Um, and really what happens is, so just cymatics, they're using pure tone frequencies. Oh, okay. And so what's so awesome is they they see um, you know, that shape happen based off of uh different tones and different octaves with a f- specific note. Okay, so it's a C. Ah, yeah, and it right. creates and then you go through different octaves and it starts changing uh, the it. shape. So, but one of my patients, uh, one of my clients rather, one of my customers, uh Diane Williams, Diana Williams, she actually started making paintings to my music on the vibe. She would put the canvas um, on her vibrational technology. She owns one of my my vibe systems and put paint down. And she uh, actually created music. I made it paint, make made paintings out of the music of my, of my sonic suticles through whatever came out of the vibration through the vibe. And as I was just moving to my new place, she gave it to me. I looked, I flipped over the back and, and it says, this painting was made by listening to the sonic pseudical from Dr. Steven Schwartz of abundance. Oh, wow. And so I, I have that hanging up in my house. That's cool. Yeah. So, so you, you can definitely do that. But we are the cymatics. Right. We are water. So we lay on this bed and then we vibrate our water. And that's what um, that's what Doctor Doctor Emoto talked about the messages in water, you know, crystalline mm-hmm. structures, uh, how you can change it, you know, our, what does our what are we thinking, what are we eating, what are we drinking, what are we communicating, and then how is that vibration being delivered through the the living connective tissue matrix through the microfilaments, microtubules, intermediate tubules, and how is that delivering down into the way our cells are communicating and replicating, and then all of a sudden well, I have cancer. Okay, well, why do you have cancer? Well, what, what chemistry have you been creating from your, for yourself for the last decade, two decades, three decades? What have your parents been telling you? What came through in the womb? I mean, what have you been exposed to? What have you been saying? What have you been smoking? What have you been doing? I don't know. I'm super healthy and I have cancer. Oh, really? How healthy are you? Oh, you have COVID? Tell me, oh, from, and you're super healthy? Let me look at your history. So when we're talking about cellular memory, this is interesting (laughs) if we have the ability to delete that or alter it because Mm -hmm. this is going to include all physical and emotional traumas also, right? I mean, there's a nervous system response to a negative stimuli that you've experienced before, Mm -hmm. whether that's just somebody's energy when they walk in the room or for me, it's oftentimes a barking dog because I had experiences in the past where I got munched by huge dogs. Uh, And so that response is reprogrammable then is the good news, right? Exactly. And, and just think about it. Most people form habits so easy. You don't even know how you formed it. Yeah. Think about it. You start smoking what you're at a party and you know, so some, your friends like, Hey, do you want to smoke? Or some beautiful woman's like, Hey, do you got a cigarette? You start having a conversation next, you know, boom, anchor. 
Yeah. And now you start, now you're smoking, Mm -hmm. you know, um, it's just that easy. So if your neurology can pair together information that easy, you can pair new information together just that easy. Um, so, but what you have to, and this goes back to chiropractic, you know, they say like, what's the definition of like, you know, chiropractor, you only have to go, um, you have to just go three times a week for the rest of your life. You know, it's always like kind of the, the joke around chiropractic. Um, that's not necessarily true, but what you are doing when you take a step back from chiropractic is you, you're reprogramming the nervous system. And if you can remove the, the triggers of, from your nervous system, you don't need to go to the chiropractor. You know, I think everybody needs to go to the chiropractor to remove spinal interference as a wellness maintenance program for life. Um, but if you're going for back pain, for the same back pain over and over again for life, no, that's not appropriate. Like you're missing something. See, see the difference? Mm-hmm. And so when we're working with, this, with cellular memory, how do you clear what are the ingredients? And it comes down to something, just look at the anatomy. You have a cell and what does the cell consist of? It's 70 to 90% water. And uh, according to Samuel Hahnemann, the father of uh, Dr. Samuel Hahnemann, the father of homeopathy, uh, water holds memory and that the memory is more powerful the more you dilute it, which is a fascinating concept. That's wild. That's the fundamental principle of homeopathy. That's the fundamental principle. So when you take- why you're, you know, you taste a homeopathic medicine or smell like, like, like there's nothing here. Exactly. There's nothing here. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah. Because what happens is you take, you start with the, with the signature, like, um, like, uh, bee venom. So you start off with bee venom and that's what gives you the allergic reaction. But when you dilute it, 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 when you're back, when you're left with literally the shadow or the signature of the bee venom, now it becomes a therapeutic signature that you can utilize in your nervous system and you can reintegrate it. Wow. And now I even like giving the example, and I talk about this in my book, is how many people have have trauma and the physical trauma has healed, but they're still operating energetically from like, this can be from a relationship. Think about how many people get divorced and they're legally divorced, but they're going through the same loops with their relationships forever. You know, they're still attracting the same people or they're, or they're afraid to commit or whatever the situation may be because they're running off of old programs. They've been hurt before. The, my ex, you know, took all my money or whatever the situation is, you know, mm-hmm. or, or you're in an auto accident and next thing you know, you're, you're, you might, the, the physical body might have healed, but you're left with the whole expression of, you know, you're freaked out every time uh, it, you're, it's nighttime. Right, you know, right. or something, or you get too close right. to to a truck, you know, you 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 your palms start to to sweat, you know, and uh, so, and that's that's homeopathy. So how do we clear that cellular memory? Well, the best way to clear it is understanding the the physics behind it. And the water water holds memory, and it's surrounded by a vibrational matrix called the living connective tissue matrix that responds to vibrational resonance of the environment. So, twenty four hours a day, seven days a week, are in we are being bombarded. By information, we're being bombarded by information 24 hours a day, seven days a week already. And it's dictate, it's creating habits and it's creating addictions and it's creating chemistry, positive or negative, depending on whatever information is coming in. Wow. So what, it's already happening. Yeah. So with the vibe, now we can 
align ourselves into a new dimensional expression. Here's the key of our choosing. We get to choose because especially now, like, dude, there's vaccines. There's talked about, there's talked about coups that's happening after the election, get out of California. I mean, all this crazy stuff that's going <laughs> yeah. on, you know, like uh, breaks out in COVID. I mean, like it just never ends. And that's mm-hmm. what's being, and it's pushing us into contraction and fear. So now, how about, what if you wanted to release that? Well, let's start with energy clearing. Boom, lay on the vibe and vibe, clear it out of your nervous system. You know, you just got in a fight with your, with your significant other or you had a major intense uh, day with, uh, with uh, a business partner or something. Instead of like holding on to that and kind of uh, re-ingraining more and more of that pattern that makes it worse, lay on the vibe, listen to energy clearing. And, and now we start creating, we're shifting what's in our field. Would it work the same way if you just had it on really loud on in speakers in the room and through the bed or do the headphones play an integral part of that? Does the, like the left and right hemisphere reaction have to be going on or can it just be ambient in the room? That's what I call sonic incense. Sonic incense. Mm-hmm. So you can listen to the music and um, it'll fill the room and that's great. Oh, okay. um, but then if you want to vibe it, you're mm-hmm. brought, you're, the vibes are then being I broadcasted. Mean, what I'm saying is, you know, you have two speakers, basically. Yeah. You, have the, you have the bed, which is kind of a subwoofer, yeah. uh, and then you have the headphones. Rather than listening to the music or whatever you're putting through the vibe yeah. in the headphones, could you just have it ambient really loud in the room on a couple fat speakers? Yes. Or does it have to be like in your left and right ear, specifically like a binaural beat or something like Newcom? I mean, you... You don't get the effect of entrainment unless it's in the left and the right ears. But Newcom's doing uh, brain entrainment. Yeah. We're doing full body neurological entrainment. Okay. We're, so we're you could have it on speakers. Totally. Oh, okay. But here's what happens. That entrainment level, it still happens, mm-hmm. but with the headphones, it just, it's just an amplifier. Got so it. you can use the music without anything mm-hmm. and you're still going to get a, an effect. Okay. Then if you drop it in on the vibe, even better. Dropping with vibe and headphones, even better. Got it. It's just different, different levels. I think what's really cool about this, and like I did an experiment when I first came to your house, uh, and I actually put my Newcom tracks yep. through it, which was really dope. Because then I had kind of the low end going through my body, and then the the higher end stuff going through the headphones, even though it's not designed for that. And it was super cool. And then you mentioned the Healy, mm-hmm. and I mean, I think it's the music that you made is awesome too. But I think it's rad that there's you have the uh, flexibility to actually just experiment with different sounds and whatever kind of sound you want to run through your cells, you could do that. I mean, you could essentially put on some um, Anya. secular music yeah. or whatever, you know, like play some gospel or tribal or shamanic exactly. music, yoga, k- kundalini mantra, whatever. We do that all the time. That's so yeah, rad. It's just another, um, you know what? It's I like s- a body speaker, basically. It's a body speaker. Yeah. You know what I love? I love, we've, I've had the fortune um, to connect with uh, a lot of musicians and put them on the vibe and they, it's a total blessing, but they're fascinated by, by me I'm fascinated by them because I love their music. And mm-hmm. I say to them, would you like to listen to your music through the vibe? And they're like, what? Oh, you know? right, right. And they're like, really? You know? And um, it's really funny. You know, some of them say no. They're like, no, I, I love what's happening here. But most of them say, say it's like, um, I really love, um, do you know, have you heard of Future Primitive? Mm-hmm. He's an electronic uh, producer. Okay. I, I was, I had the, the very good fortune 
I had the very good fortune um, of uh, being able to to perform, uh, do a workshop at um, at Alex Allison Allison's Gray's uh, uh, Cosm back in 2015, and uh, he was and uh, he was the headlining musician. And we became really good friends after that. We spent the whole rest of the weekend together. And then I was like, do you want to listen to your music? And I have this great picture of Future Primitive just like totally vibing out to his music that feels so good through the vibe. So that's, these are delivery systems. Mm-hmm. And, and I would like to, to, to say before we kind of you know, wrap this up was the biofeedback system, the ASA balance, we were using a laser as, and, uh, and galvanic skin response as, response as output. And we ended up running into some issues with FDA and stuff like that because of the laser and stuff like that. And I, at that moment, I said to myself, well, why are we using laser anyhow? Like, it's good. It's, it's a good delivery system. I like what we're doing with it. But what if we used some kind of vibrational sound technology? And that was back in 2010-ish, 2011. Actually, it's probably like 2012-ish or so. And that really began me on this journey um, and now the people that now own that company are friends of mine and we're talking about potentially integrating the, the, the vibe into this biofeedback system. So oh, wow. I'm real excited about this and the possibilities. Like I want to collaborate with other quantum technologies, other frequency technologies, other music technologies that are looking for a body, full body systemic integration. And that's what our app is, is, uh, going to be all about the, the brand new Vibrofile app that's going to, that's. By the time this airs, I'm sure it'll be out, but um, it's in beta and we're about to be releasing it at the end of the month. Is It's a full platform, community platform and music platform uh, for my music and for other vibrophile produ- uh, producers that are going to want to put music on That's uh, for rad. this technology. That's rad. For, mus- for immersive healing experiences. Uh, speaking of immersive experiences, and I think I think this a lot. Uh, when I'm experiencing something I enjoy, I think, man, this would be even better with some plant medicine. <laughs> but when I was on the when I was on the bed today, I not only had a short version because I gave gave our boy here the the bulk of the time available before you arrived, uh, just because I wanted to geek out on his uh, reaction. But I got on it earlier today, and I just thought, man, I wonder if I could. I think you showed me actually how to put some of the tracks you made on, on a, like repeat, make yeah. a playlist. So it would go for six hours. And I thought, man, I would like to eat a grip of mushrooms and just lay on this bed and just do my journeying and my own private ceremony with an eye mask on the bed. And just, I don't like to move a lot yeah. when I do a journey like that, um, unless I'm out in nature or something. Uh, have you had reports of a lot of people taking it to the next level with, you know, their various medicines of choice and using the bed and in that kind of circumstance. We've had, or is that um, just overkill? No. Uh, well, so it is. I think things. I like overkill. Yeah. <laughs> Generally, you know, you know. I, it, it's, and we're here in California. It's, it's like kind of trendy for uh, microdosing. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm more of a macrodoser personally, you know? Um, but uh, there's, I've been really blessed in this journey to pretty much every medicine we've been able we've experienced through the vibe Mm. and i get invited to a lot of ceremonies that have been epic and they've invited me to bring the vibe and so people can experience um the 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 their medicine through this vibrational technology 
Um, in fact, we just did a, a, a five MEO ceremony. Um, oh my god! Just that, that, five, that's even it was amazing. <laughs> I wouldn't even think of that. Oh my one. god! Oh my god, dude! And we've I've actually we've done that's, many many five MEO ceremonies. Oh my god! In fact, we actually have um, uh, one that's of my crazy. we have a lot of uh, uh, a lot of people run. Uh, uh, do ketamine uh, experiences yeah, through the vibe. Yeah. In that, fact, we really want to get these into a lot of ketamine clinics because really- like, Ooh, good idea. Yeah. So if you have any connections with ketamine clinics, this I, is the I delivery do, system for that. I know a couple of practitioners actually. There's a place, I think they're based in Canada called Field Trip that are doing some really great oh, wow. clinical use of, of that medicine. And then Dr. David Rabin, who's been on the show a couple of times, okay. he does cap therapy. Uh, I don't know if he does office visits now with COVID and stuff, so he does it remotely. But yeah, I'm connected to a couple of people. But man, 5-MAO, I can't imagine doing toad medicine and laying back on that table. It's so hardcore. It was so just good. on its own. But so you got good. me thinking now. I was yeah. thinking, you know, like something more that is a, a bit less jarring to your all you of know, it. your existence. But um, that's that's cool to know. And, you know what? All, all of it. Um, and you know, because yeah. at the end of the day, sound, light, frequency, and vibration are activating the same pathways as all the plant medicines. It's just right. in a higher range. So they're literally, so you can have a DMT experience. You can have a psychedelic experience. You can have like, all these are all reported without it. And I think what's beautiful about this is a lot of people don't want to take plant medicines, but they yeah. still want to have the experience. Yeah. So now this creates like a a natural, safe alternative for those people. And then for the people that are wanting to, to have an experience and then go to the next level, they can do that as well too. That's rad. And yeah. it's all there. And, and you know, yeah, want and people I'm, to be able to use, utilize this however they want. Thank you for adding that caveat because I, you know, always want to be a responsible <laughs> podcast host. And I definitely don't think all people are meant to have those experiences, but, uh, you know, we were talking about the Lucia light. Yeah. I had their, uh, their rep Allison on and, um, that, that thing is a DMT experience in and of itself. And you're stone cold sober. And I'm going to get one of those damn things one of these days. And I can't wait to do the vibe and the Lucia light together. I think We've done that many times. That is the cream of the crop. And you literally would not need any plant medicines. Of course, I would like to do both all at the same time just to completely lose I'll my help, shit. I'll help facilitate it. Yeah, but yeah. that's uh, that's the the next level. So um, we got hot Belcampo burgers in the other room okay. uh, for us and the crew here that are probably not hot anymore. Lukewarm, no pun intended. Um, I'm sure people now are listening and they're super excited going, oh my God, I get we're getting these vibe bids. Uh, they're not, you know, this, they're not $150. Uh, I don't recall, but just give people an idea of, you know, what the price range is for the vibe systems. And for those that are like, oh, bummer, that's prohibitive to me at this time, a way that people maybe could find a practitioner or like Dr. Har Hari, yeah. that's where I found your stuff at the <clears throat> trans Transformational Healing Universe on Robertson. And he's got one of the other lights, the Pandora light, yep. you know, Pandora hooked up Star. to it. and. Super tits experience. Um, so how can people either get one and if they're unable to do that for whatever reason, how could they track someone down and be able to experience what we've been talking about? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, when I used to sell biofeedback systems, they were $30,000. I, I remember that. And That's we sold, why I never bought one. And my first one that I bought out of pocket was $45,000. Um and, but we started, and I used to say to my practitioners, these are uh, profit generators. You're not buying a car. You're buying something that's going to, you know, it's an investment. That being said, I always said when I was selling these $30,000 machines, I was like, I would like to have a product that's a lot more 
like in in the range for the because this is for the self care revolution, right? And this is really like a lot of biohackers are are purchasing vibes um, for me as well too. So when we're looking at the realm of like what are people purchasing for spas and wellness centers or even for their homes to put in here. Uh, you know, like what's like a treadmill, what's a massage chair, you know, what are these going for? Um, I really wanted, and also what are other vibrational beds going for? If you go online and really start looking at them and I wanted to price mine, I wanted to make the highest quality vibrational product, um, in the mean range of what these go for, which is usually about, you know, four to Mm $5,000. So we have two models. We have like a travel model that can fit on top of a massage table. And, uh, those, those are 4,000. And then we have uh, the 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 pro, more modern, I mean, the more like full immersive, uh, ergonomic professional model, which is the, called the, the Vibe three point one, and that's five thousand. And uh, we have we have these brand new travel bags, so we're mobile and global that that's just dope. came out. I and just, we're actually off. It's probably going to be over by the time this broadcast, but we're running a special where if you buy a, a three point one in the this month, um, you'll get uh, a free bag. So if anybody watches this and uh, says they saw this through through uh, through the podcast we'll we'll honor that 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 discount for them yeah the bag's dope too because the bed I didn't realize they were bendy yeah but the bed folds up and fits in the bag so and then it's got it's wheels got the case, and the handle. Yep. yeah I mean I don't anticipate I'm gonna be moving mine around a lot but if I did want to go you know someone's having a journey or ceremony or something and I want to bring it it's actually pretty freaking easy yeah considering how you know, substantial it is. Exactly. So we have that. Um, we also have a uh, light systems that range anywhere from $1,500 up to like, uh, $5,000. So a lot of, and then we bundle those together. So if you go on our website, people can find, uh, these different bundle prices. We have these structured watering devices. So we like, uh, really it's hydrate, vibrate, gyrate. We want, we feel the whole system needs to be incorporated. People can jump in at any level that they want. Uh, we, we have a, a really robust affiliate program. Uh, we offer, we actually have this like 90 day, same as cash financing. We really want to make people options for people to, to receive, um, to be able to get these vibes. Cause we know that every vibe that exists on this planet that is, uh, raises the vibration of the planet. These are harmonic nodes to raise the vibration of the planet. And, and we know that right now, this is more important than anything else. So it's my personal journeys to get these all over the world. We're in six different countries uh, outside the United States. Wow. And uh, yeah, we have some opportunities in, in Australia and we have some stuff going on in Thailand. And so these are some new places that, that are about to open up Mexico as well. And uh, especially now with the Healy integration, we're getting a lot more um, interest Everywhere. Yeah. Dude, I get emails like every week from people. Hey, Luke, have you heard of the Healy? I think they want me to sign up. Yeah, of course. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, you know, maybe Harry told me about it first. And then you, we did a demo at your house through the vibe, which was really cool. It's Um, happening. So yeah, so those are are some of the, the easy things. And then really in order to connect, we have a vibe tribe. Um, we can, if you're looking for a practitioner, we want to find, uh, you can contact us through a website, uh, through our app. It's going to be a complete, all of our owners are going to be on the app. You can message them. There's going to be a a free version for people that just want to be connected through the community and have some, some, uh, have access to some of the free tracks. And then there's going to be a a paid prescription, a subscription for levels two and three. Um, But it's all nominal. It's, 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 it's not going to be, we really want to get this out to the world and we really want to bring 
This is the vibroacoustic evolution revolution. This is part of the self-care revolution for raising the vibration of the planet and harmonizing humanity. And I'm not here to just be selling product. I'm here to operate, to create delivery systems for people to evolve and to express themselves in their highest expression. And people, I say, hey, what are you going for with these, with these vibe systems? And I say, these are the next TVs. And they're like, what do you mean? Like, why would I turn on a box that's broadcasting information of other people's stories, programming other things into my mind that that's beyond my control and in training me um, into things that I'm not really interested in being trained in? Instead, go lay on a vibe and choose a program um, for yourself that is going to um, activate and elevate the highest expression of yourself. Oh my God, just give me a great idea. Okay. I could play some of the long Joe Dispenza meditations that have the music yes. kind of bed under them too. That would be super cool because I listen to those a lot. And some of them have like really great, like your didgeridoo yep. music and raw, 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 that really and training hypnotic stuff. So, well, that's what we're looking that's, for that's for badass. our app. We want to be bringing in um, people. I'd, Dr. Joe's a friend of mine. I haven't connected with him in, in a long time. It would be the highest expression of his work. I've always said that I'm doing the applied science of his work. So to take his guided meditations, his trainings, his teachings, and to sonic suticalize them for the vibe, where then you can lay down and get a full body download of all yeah. of his teachings. And so you're not learning it through your mind. You're literally downloading it into your connective tissue. Wow. That's what we're looking to do in this next phase with the Vibrofile app. And we're looking for, uh, you know, partners like that that want to align. So if you want to help us with that, that'd be great. Well, next time I get him on the show, I'm going to mention it. Mm -hmm. If he, if he gets in the studio, I'll put him on the vibe. Like, dude, we got to get these in your events. Can you imagine at the Joe Disp? I mean, you'd have to have like 3000 of them or something, but, but yeah, we can do that. Oh, you know, it'd be sick when they do the coherence healings. And you have a group of healers, maybe there's like eight healers standing around, it's this whole thing they do in his events, and then you have the healee, the person in the middle that has some pathology or issue. Uh, each healee could be on a on a vibe system yeah. while they're getting the treatment from the people. And we can okay. have them all interconnected together and plugged into the house sound system. Right. And then so everybody, so now- So then you couldn't train. Yeah, everybody's getting a train. And then in the crowd, through sonic incense, it's all emanating through the people and it's all being transmuted. I wonder what types of beings would come in if you did it that way. Because at that, that's when the beings come into the Dispenza events is in those healings. Because the way that he described it and others have described it is that the energy is so high that it's like a beacon to benevolent beings that travel interdimensionally and actually come into the room. And many of the Healy's experience communications, visually auditory, et cetera, with these beings. And I asked him about that and I was like, what dude, what's up with that? This sounds crazy. He's like, Hey, don't, don't take it from me. Talk to the Healy's. Like they're the ones that tell me. Yeah. And then their stories are corroborated. There are these 10 foot tall ones and all this stuff. Yeah. But he's not the one saying it. He's just like reporting sure. on the Healy's. So can you imagine? He's creating the portal. Yeah, can you imagine like adding all these, you know, different modalities and technologies together? It's a, such an exciting world we live in. Um, all right, our burgers to call in. My last question for you okay. is who are three teachers or teachings that have influenced your life and work that you'd like to share with us? Oh, wow. Great. That wasn't on the list. 
Never is. Okay. <laughs> uh, You're lucky. I never even show anyone my list. I was just trying to kill time uh, before we got right. started. I was like, actually so funny. Um, my whole introduction, I was in this movie called In Tune that was reported, that was recorded on location in Tijuana when I was living in Colorado back in 2000 and what year that was. That was kind of before I came here. And I met with the interviewer. We totally connected. Everything was super sweet. And then like right before I went on, She's like, oh, here's all the questions I'm going to ask you. And I read through them. And I was like, oh my God, this is so hard. You know, like they weren't even like easy questions, you know? So, so, so funny. So I, I had a, a kind of a flashback. I had cellular memory around that when you gave me the, the list. So the three people that uh, are most influential, I really think uh, James Oshman, when I read uh, the enter, uh, James Oshman, uh, The Scientific Basis of Energy Medicine, that book um, really got me moving into the world of living with uh, like the living connective tissue matrix that really those teachings in there about hydration and water. Um, and, 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 uh, th that's a very, that was a major influential book for me. Uh, the first book I ever read on quantum healing that changed my, my life is called the dance of the woolly masters. Wow. <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah. And it's super Got Dylan on that one. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know who wrote the book. It's kind of famous, but it basically, um, walks you through, um, a whole history of quantum physics. Oh, wow. And all the experiments. It's not even like this esoteric, it's kind of this scientific esoteric book. It's really interesting. I read that like in 2000. Forever ago, um, Bruce Lipton's Biology of Belief, of Belief in 2004. I, I had the pleasure of being at a live event with him, where he did a four day, basically lecture of his entire book, and really activated. Um, I remember going up to him. I was having this major emotional release, and going up to him, and uh, and and just like I didn't want to be, I didn't want to be crying in front of him. But basically, I was crying in front of him, and I told him, I said. Uh, you just explained what was in my mind scientifically for the last, over the last four days and, and thank you. And he said, uh, what's your discipline? I said, I was a chiropractor. And I didn't know that he left Stanford and went to, uh, to the chiropractic school up in the Bay and wrote, like that's where he developed his principles. I didn't know that till after the fact. And he put his arm around me and said, that's the right discipline. And I wow. thought that was really a, that's very that cool. was a big, so since then I've met him a few times. And then finally, um, you know, we're talking about Joe Dispenza. Uh, when I used to live in Denver, Colorado, I was friends with his early publicist and I had the opportunity to meet him and have dinner with him a few times. And this was early, early on in my career. And I said, Joe, you know, um, I, I, you know I saw you in, in uh, What to Bleep Do We Know? Yeah, yeah. And I yeah. said, uh, you know, I want to do what you do. And he said, then you have to be, become an expert. And in your industry and then just do it. And I remember saying to myself, because I was already doing my, my work and I said, you know what? That's fine. I'm already kind of a, an expert. And I've been on this journey and him and I have crossed paths. Um, in fact, we're in my second book together called um, uh, Wake Up Happy Brain. Uh, that's the, and he's one of the, the I'm one of the co-authors with him and Bruce Lipton and a bunch of other amazing visionary uh, authors in that book. So we've been crossing paths over the years. I'd love to reconnect with him uh, personally, and uh, and but I've always said to myself, these are the applied sciences for what Bruce Lipton and Joe Dispenza talk about at their workshops. These need to be there. So I feel like that's what's coming in in the new earth as we begin to expand these uh, retreats and workshops. 
And uh, yeah, I could go on and on. But yeah, these are those are probably the top. I think I gave you four. Yeah. Yeah, you cheated by one, but I'll, I'll, at least two of them were former podcast guests and two of my all-time favorite people and interviews, uh, both uh, Bruce and, and Joe, two amazing human beings, just super, super epic. Uh, where can people find you? Website, social media, et cetera. Uh, uh, I'm on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Dr. Stephen Schwartz or Dr. Vibe. You can put in Dr. Vibe um, on Instagram. We're really active on that platform. Bioharmonic Technologies on Instagram. Facebook also. Um, Stephen Schwartz is my personal. Feel free to connect with me there. Also, Bioharmonic Technologies on Facebook. We have a, a really amazing YouTube channel. Uh, bioharmonic technologies you can find us uh through that through that website we'd love to have you subscribe and by the time that this comes out um i'm sure our app will be out the vibrophile app uh, on ios and on um and on android we'd love to have you join our community to to be part of that uh and uh then our website bioharmonictechnologies.com we have a landing page that'll take you right to our shop and we have all kinds of packages and specials. And then really you can sign up through our newsletter through our website as well too. And we're very active with uh, bi-monthly bi newsletters. Really keep us, we're always on tour going someplace. I'm, I'm leading a retreat in Sedona uh, next week for a week. So I'm going to be probably out in Arizona for the next two weeks uh, in Scottsdale and, and up at the Vortex. Um, also, I'm part of another group called HarmonizingHumanity.org. And uh, my, my dear friend and compadre visionary, uh, Tsunami Diamond, he's, that's his main site. And it's a live platform for global consciousness to raise the vibration of wow. the planet. And I'm an, an ascension. So I'm their ascended doctor. Cool. And uh, so these are all places that you can connect uh, with, 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 that everybody here can connect with me. And also, uh, oh, drstephenschwartz.com, S C H W A R T T Z, Stephen, S T E V E, drstephenschwartz.com. Um, and that's uh, where you can find about my book, Primal Resonance Discover the Secrets to Health, Vitality, and Optimal Human Performance. Uh, one last thing that I would like to plug is. On top of this whole thing, we're also launching a vibrational music production school out of Pure Mind Music Production School in San Francisco. And uh, level one is just coming out uh, now. We're, we're putting the final touches on it. So within the next two weeks, it, it's going to probably be live. Um, so puremind.com, puremind, P-R-Y-M-I-N-D, like pyramidmind.com. Also, we're going to be promoting that through Bioharmonic Technologies. Uh, if you want to make music for our app or for the vibe or just for your own personal enjoyment, uh, the prerequisite level one class is, is going to be coming out and then we're going to be immediately starting to work on levels two, three, and four for really coming out uh, with making music. We want to be able to add you to um, our platform. Cool. That's a great idea. Yeah. So whether you're a practitioner or a music producer and you want to learn about the healing aspect or you want to learn about the, the music production aspect, we're going to be incorporating all of it. Radical. Dude, good stuff. Well, right, this let's go was, eat. This was amazing as I knew it would be. Thanks for coming on and uh, thanks for vibing with me. Thank you. And thank you for vibing with me. It's number most number one most important. It's my first rule of engagement. And thank all of you. Um, thank you, Instagram. Thank you, YouTube. Thank you everywhere. And uh, yeah, man. That's Let's good. all harmonize humanity. Sounds like a plan. Thank you.
Yep. Thank well, you, brother. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. What a geek fest that was, my friends, huh? I had no idea, uh, having first met Stephen, that he had such a vast history in all of these different technologies. Um, it was one of the most fun conversations I've ever had because uh, it's rare that I meet someone that knows way more than I do about all these things and has even more so clinical experience with them. So it's really fun for me to be able to kind of be reminded of so many of the different things that I've experimented with over the years and how these technologies, of course, have evolved and become more popular, which is really exciting. So if you're someone that owns a biohacking center or healing or meditation type of business where you have these technologies, I want to remind you that the Vibe System could be a very powerful addition to your arsenal of tools. Uh, I personally like to stack it with Newcom and various things like we discussed in this conversation. Uh, I think it's a really good foundational piece if you're someone uh, who is interested in these type of technologies. So again, don't forget, you've got uh, a limited time discount from our guest, Dr. Vibe. If you go to bioharmonicstechnologies.com, and that's a long one, bioharmonicstechnologies.com and use the code LUKEVIBES2020, he's going to give you 220 bucks off one of the Vibe systems. Uh, you can also, of course, find those links and all of that stuff, like always in the show notes. Uh, the show notes usually appear in your podcast app. You can also find them at lukestory.com. And you can find the Vibe system at lukestory.com also. But don't forget to use that discount if you're going to pick one up. All right. So that's this episode. Now on to the next one. We just keep churning them out. You know, when I look at the calendar of Tuesdays and sometimes Fridays when the show comes out, it's, it's just staggering that they just keep going. You know, sometimes I wonder, how long are you going to do this? You know, are you, do you have a podcast 10 years? I'm, I guess, five years in now. And uh, I look at some of the people that started five years before me, you know, your uh, Joe Rogan's and uh, Rich Rolls and Lewis Howes and some of the really big podcasts. And I think, well, they're still doing it for some reason, right? Uh, and I think the reason for me is just these conversations are so fun. So next Tuesday is no exception to that. I'm recording this intro here in Sedona, Arizona, where next week's episode with a wonderful woman named Anahata Ananda was recorded. So Tuesday's episode is called Shamanjelic Healing and Breathwork Awakening. And uh, wow, that is a really deep conversation as well. A bit different than the one you just listened to, uh, but one that is definitely more spiritually oriented. So uh, really excited to bring that to you. And I want to thank you so much for joining me here uh, on the journey in 2020. What a bizarre <laughs> year it's been. I mean, really, just when you think things couldn't get any weirder. Uh, it just rolls on and on. And, um, you know, I'm constantly reminded by my awake friends and lovely fiance that the best way to contextualize this year is that humanity is having an awakening. You know, a lot of people that have been formerly asleep have been forced to wake up and uh, address the collective shadow aspect of humanity and the folks that seek to exploit and control those of us that seek to be free. So it's, uh, it's an interesting time and I, I hope you fared well. I hope that you and your family are safe. I know many people have fallen ill from various things, um, viral in nature and otherwise. And so uh, I hope that you've been able to gain some insights into your own health and immunity from listening to episodes of the Lifestylist podcast that have been focused around health and healing. And for those of you that are feeling good physically, I hope you've been able to glean some hope, inspiration, 
and acknowledgement of your path as a spiritual sovereign being by listening to the shows that have been more focused on the metaphysical elements of building the ultimate lifestyle. After all, that's what this show is all about. It's about finding truth in the known universe, applying it to your life, and sharing it uh, through this channel. And that's why I love finding people like next week's guests, Anahata Ananda, and the one you just listened to with Dr. Stephen, and just finding these fascinating, brilliant people in the world and having conversations with them and sharing them with you. So if you're still hearing my voice right now at the end of this intro, you are indeed a super fan of the show or at least one that is possibly emerging as such. And for that, I thank you. I'm so eternally grateful that uh, people support the platform that I've created here on this show and that they have the opportunity to uh, not only interview the people that I sit down with, but also to be able to travel and meet them where they're making their magic in many cases. I'm about to head out to Austin, Texas uh, to continue my... (laughs) Uh, home search where Alice and I can feel like we can really put down roots somewhere where we have, um, you know, a bit more personal freedom, I guess you could say, and closer to nature, a bit more space. I've been in Los Angeles 31 years. I know everyone, uh, when I talk about this on Instagram and whatnot, uh, by the way, follow me on Instagram at Luke Story. Thank you pretty fun over there. I do a lot of live streams of all the interviews and things like that you might enjoy. If you liked listening to this, you could have watched it in real time and in all of its uh, unedited glory. But people always leave comments on Instagram when I talk about leaving LA and, oh, go to Idaho, go to Georgia, go here, go there. And it's like, I really appreciate the input and many of the places that are offered are wonderful. And uh, many of them I've also visited and and spent some time there. Um, But it's interesting um, being a U.S. citizen, as I and, and the fiancé both are, and not wanting to move to a foreign country, at least at this point, for, for numerous reasons, legality, passports, etc., not being the least of those reasons. But, uh, you know, weather is a real consideration. And I think one of the things that's kept me in California for so long is just that it has such perfect weather most of the time, especially Southern California. Northern California, where I'm originally from, maybe in the winter, not so much unless your idea of perfect is fog so so thick. Well, it's a tongue twister. Fog so thick that you can barely drive your car at night. Uh, But, you know, it's it's a favorable climate. I'm not someone that really enjoys snow and cold, nor is me lady. So, uh, you know, that has limited our search to places like Arizona, Texas, Florida, maybe Hawaii. You know, love Hawaii. It's kind of an island and all that. So I don't know how I'd get all my shit there, to be honest with you. At 50 years old, I've I've collected a lot of toys. Uh, So here we are in Sedona, next stop, Austin, Texas. And I'm really excited to go there and record a slew of Texas podcasts. I've recorded uh, many shows in Austin before. If you're a longtime listener, I'm sure you've heard some of them. And I think that's one of the things that I would add to my gratitude list is, as I said, not only having these conversations, but really being able to travel to where people live and, and do their thing and have the experience of their work, you know, whether I'm going to their business or uh, as with, is with next week's episode with Anahata, uh, recorded her out here in Sedona and then got to do a breathwork session with her, which was incredible. You know, and I don't know if that would have happened if she would have flown to LA to come on the podcast, et cetera. So um, just another reason to be grateful for what I do. And um, more than anything, I think 
this year, as as all the prior years of hosting this show, I've just built so many incredible relationships and gained so many new friends and peers that are inspiring in so many ways and um, just learning so much. I constantly learn. I'm just a glutton for information. I love to discover more truth in the universe and apply it to my life and find that if I discover a truth, a principle, a modality, a technology, a teaching, a teacher, etc., and I find it to be valid and it passes the sniff test for me and my life, I'm so happy to share it with you, as was the case with the bioharmonics sound therapy system that Stephen talked about. I kind of miss it. Mine's back in LA at the moment. Uh, I only have one real uh, tool of the technology space with me, and that is my higher dose infrared PEMF mat, which is freaking incredible. For those of you that know what a biomat is, it's kind of like that, but it has the added benefit of PEMF. It has magnets in it that produce uh, various grounding fields like the Schumann resonance, for example. So it's incredibly healing, awesome tech that I brought with me. But um, man, sometimes I, I miss those things when I travel. I have so many uh, crutches, I guess you could say, back home. And I mean that in the most um, positive sense. You know, we all need <laughs> support in one way or another. Uh, so I'm going to get home, be doing some vibing and thinking about Stephen. Uh, I'll have already been home by the time this episode comes out. But that's how it is. Sometimes these. Um, conversations are recorded up to three, even four months sometimes in advance. And then I might do the intro a week before, you know, so a lot of time has elapsed. Sometimes it all happens, you know, 10 days before you hear it. It just depends. I have a secret sauce in the way that I sequence the shows and how they're released so that I can keep things hopefully interesting for you, the listener. So uh, with that, guys, you know, I had hoped to do a full kind of 2020 recap uh, Christmas episode and I sat down today to create a manuscript for it and I just thought honestly I just don't have it in me I just don't <laughs> it's been a long month and a half trip out here I've been under the weather for a few days um, I thought that I might have had um, you know, some sort of virus or something who knows but um, I I was tested um, in a very specific way so it wasn't the the one that is going around but I did come down with some kind of bug uh, so I'm kind of getting over that. I'm just smoked. I'm just done. Like the year's done. I'm over. Uh, I'm over it. <laughs> so this is the end of your episode. But more than anything, I just wanted to close this one by, again, just sincerely thanking you that have continued to listen and engage on social media and share these episodes with your friends. It's just, um, it's a dream come true to be able to do this and to be able to not only do the podcast, but parlay this into so many other interesting projects. I've got uh, a blue blocking eyewear line coming out at the beginning of the year and I'm um, working on some other projects such as a book and different collaborations and things like that, which have all happened as a result of just sitting down, having conversations with interesting people, sharing them with you, having you share those conversations with others. It's just incredible. And so uh, that's, you know, all I ask in return is your commitment to listen and your open-mindedness and your open-heartedness in sharing these conversations with me. And um, one thing I have to say about this year is I really miss the live events. You know, when I would do workshops and speak at the, you know, at Upgrade Labs or Paleo FX or wherever it might have been, uh, the Health Optimization Summit in London, uh, and just get to meet literally hundreds of people that know me from listening to the show and having the opportunity at the live events to get to know 
the other side of the mic, you know, you listening in many cases um, was something really special to me. And just hearing the impact that some of the guests and the episodes had had in people's lives is always so fulfilling. And I do miss that. So I am looking forward to uh, heading down to Queeksmala. So I don't think I've plugged that in a while. That's um, January 30th through February 6th, Queeksmala in the lovely state of Jalisco, Mexico for the Healing Power of Energy Retreat. Last I heard, this was a couple days ago, there were some spots left for that. So if you're someone who wants to come and experience uh, a live event, I'll be there presenting with Dr. Rashid Buttar, you know, a former two-time guest on the show, uh, Jerry uh, Rivera Duhenio of the Rasha is going to be there. And of course, another former guest, Robert Slovak. Uh, you might have heard a recent episode I did with Robert about water. Those geniuses are going to be there. My lovely fiance, Allison, is going to be there leading a couple journeys and um, not with medicines. Don't get nervous if that's what you thought. Just, you know, shamanic journeys, etc. But Cuixmala, Mexico is one of the most beautiful, incredibly high oscillating, as Dr. Jerry would say, locations on the planet. It's 30,000 acres of UNESCO protected eco-preserve and a luxury hotel that feels like a wealthy person's private estate, basically. It's just incredible. I've been there twice, recorded a bunch of podcasts there. You probably heard them. That's the, the Mexico edition, uh, the Que Baza edition of uh, the Lifestylist podcast. I got to learn how to say the Lifestylist of Vivo Stilista <laughs> podcast. Maybe that's it. I got to ask someone whose Spanish is not as sloppy as mine. But uh, anyway, that will be a live event here in 2021. Uh, unless the airlines do some craziness and want to require me to get a needle r- rape in, into my body uh, in the form of some, um, what do you, I don't want to use the V word inoculation is that the word I'm looking for if that's required for flying anywhere I ain't going uh, but hopefully it won't be by then and uh, I can see many of you lovely people down there at Quicksmala I mean if you're going to go hang out somewhere and like have a lifestyleist you know listener and host reunion hang Quicksmala is the place to do it if you want to get a ticket and come down to the Healing Power of Energy Retreat super easy just go to lukestory.com forward slash events and by the way, anytime, if you're ever curious about where I am in the world and what I'm doing in terms of public appearances and speaking and uh, what have you, you can always find that at lukestory.com slash events. It's in the navigation on my main website. And uh, of course, there's been a, a lot less of that uh, since this whole COVID fiasco unfolded. But I'm hopeful that uh, in 2021, somehow things will become more righteous and uh, I'll be able to get out and do a bit more travel where I can actually meet people in person and not have to go through all of the silly charade that we're experiencing right now. At any rate, I got to thank our sponsors. That's the last thing I'm going to do and I'm going to get out of here. And then I think, let me check my calendar here. Hold up. Now, dates have never been my strong point. Oh, no, this is not the last episode of the year. See, that's what happens when I don't prepare my notes right. I get this whole monologue on the end of the year show. And it's not even the last show of the year. We have next week on the 29th, (laughs) but it's fine. Now I don't have to do it in next week's show. But uh, in all seriousness, I do need to thank our sponsors. Uh, I don't need to, actually. Their promos already ran earlier in the episode, but I feel beholden to them out of my sense of appreciation and gratitude. A longtime sponsor, Blue Blocks. Some great blue blocking eyewear from Down Under. 
You can find them at blueblocks.com, B-L-U-B-L-O-X. And I actually have a pair here in my Airbnb. When I have to turn on the bright blue lights at night to find something, I have them at my hand. Uh, That's blueblocks.com. The code there is lifestylist, and that gets you 15% off. So hook yourself up, protect your melatonin. Okay, next up we've got Olipop. And you can find them at drinkolipop.com slash Luke. If you are down with some soda that is not toxic, not too sugary, not full of fluoridated water and all kinds of poison that's going to rot your brain and turn you into a zombie, you definitely want to check out drinkolipop.com slash Luke. You're going to get 20% off plus free shipping on their best-selling variety pack. Now, I love me some soda. I, I do. I like carbonated drinks. Uh, sometimes I used to, well, I haven't done it in a while, but I used to make a kind of fake soda by taking a Pellegrino, putting a couple of drops of stevia in there and a drop of like, uh, you know, orange essential oil or something and kind of make myself a fake ass non-sugar soda. And Olipop has made that unnecessary. I haven't done that in a long time. I just crack open that, you know, there's something about that, that pop and the fizz that just wets the old taste buds. So I'm very appreciative of uh, our two sponsors today and uh, as I am of you. And with that, my friends, I'm going to end, I think, what is the longest outro of any episode I've ever done out of 322 of them. Thank you so much for joining me. Much love. God bless. And I'll be back next week with Anahata Ananda. Ananda.